0: following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. We got
1: hacked. Uh, yep. Oh, God. Yep. Our Twitter... What are we going to do? I, I don't know. There's so much pornography on our Twitter. It's
0: fucking ridiculous, to be honest.
1: And it's 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 homosexual porn.
0: <laughs> who did it?
1: I don't know. Who, who did this who, to who us? Who did this? I'm here on vacation. You monsters. Oh, God. hacked and our Twitter and posted pornography. Not just any porn. Gay porn. Like, this is the 90s. Two men
0: making love on the internet.
1: Not okay with it. Unheard of. How uh, did this happen to us? I, I don't know. Clearly, we upset some people. <laughs> Clearly, we ruffled some feathers that they thought, hey, maybe we should hack the damn that scary Twitter page. If I and look
0: at it for too long, I'm going to start enjoying it.
1: I already do. I've I've seen enough. I haven't seen enough.
0: These These pranksters... Oh, these, these chuckleheads! These villains <laughs> have turned me into a homosexual. I, yep, same. Turns out it's that easy. Uh, yeah, Just, that's all know, it is. Yeah, you, you hack my Twitter, and uh, all of a sudden I'm making major lifestyle changes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess mission accomplished, guys. Yeah.
1: Sorry, ladies, but uh, <laughs> now we're pitching for the or catching for yeah, right? Our, our team. Yeah. uh, Hey, guys. I'm Micah. That's Greg. We're we're damn, 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 damn that's damn hacked. That's, damn that's hacked. Oh boy. <laughs> and if what you've a... been
0: on our Twitter page lately, you know exactly what we're talking about.
1: Yeah. uh, There was an incident. Chances are you had a real good time checking out our Twitter.
0: Well, if you love gay pornography as much as I do, mm-hmm. then uh, our last seven or eight posts were right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I especially like the one of the guy. No pun intended. (laughs) I like the guy getting railed in the elevator. That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like they were all guys getting railed in some capacity.
1: Hey, man, back to the pile. Yeah. You want to fight the future? Get in the pile. Yeah, it
0: turns out October is uh, just butt fucking month here at DTS. (laughs) This
1: is the town of butt fuckers.
0: Uh Glenn Danzig, be proud
1: yeah, he's always proud, guys, we are uh yeah, so we we don't worry, we handled that uh, it's taken care of it's taken
0: care of, but we, we have scrubbed the internet of all of its filth,
1: yeah, all of it.
0: You no longer have to fear seeing any nudity or penetration, at least not from our little corner of the yeah,
1: internet. if anything we're going to do is penetrate your mind and your eyes with horror content,
0: yes, because we're intelligent
1: scientists. And more importantly, we're damn that scary. Damn that scary. Which we are. A horror podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We are continuing our finders keepers harder Heart deeper, deeper month. Uh we hope you enjoyed the last week's episode. I know Greg and I fucking did. It might have been our best episode. It honestly probably was our best episode where we covered Willow Creek and we brought you a onslaught of the Probably, hands down, the best Bobcat weight impressions you'll ever fucking hear. You know,
0: I received a lot of compliments on those impressions in the last week. I did, too. I'm a thousand percent lying about that. Nobody thinks I do a good Bobcat ah no no There's no not a, not a person out there thinks that i nailed that one so our,
1: uh our listener of the show julian complimented our uh our bobcat impressions oh our fan yes our biggest fan all right Pro- well, probably one of our biggest hey thanks julian thanks julian I we appreciate, appreciate it. it yeah really. Hey. and uh, of course our man our myself. man uh, uh, our man joe lee also uh uh loved it oh joe joe thanks man you rule yeah, see this? You don't even have to spend money on a Patreon for us to call you guys out. All right, we'll shout you out. We'll shout you out. For All you got to do is hack our Twitter account <laughs> and post some pornography. But it better be gay porn. I know it was one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I know it was Julian. You <laughs> piece of shit. We're, onto we're uh, on to you. And we're coming. Hey, guys, I know there's uh, there's been a little bit of an absence at the show here lately, and that is because Will has been on the moon. Uh, well, it turns out that he actually turned into
0: uh that giant chrome statue of a robot uh from the end of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker
1: and he blasted off in the outer space with actual literal rocket feet. Yeah,
0: he flew
1: off into
0: the starry sunset, so to speak. Yep. Uh in search of greater adventures and whatever the fuck Michael Jackson is doing out there. He's uh he's doing the same thing.
1: Will's still one of our best friends. Uh, he's just stepping away from the show right now, and we wish him the best in his future endeavors. And he
0: left a big black hole of a void where Will used to be. And that I'm afraid we'll probably never fill.
1: No. No. I mean, I'm going to fill it with certain things. And but... I think,
0: out of, uh, out of respect, I'm not even going to try.
1: No. No. And why would we? Because we're damn that scary. Yeah. That's why. That's right. Uh, but to honor you, Will, we are going to keep him at the beginning of the episode. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Will will
0: always be with us in some capacity uh, because he is uh, one of the two founders of this show. Yes. Uh, he is probably the the uh, most vocal. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. He does the best intro.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. uh, and, uh
0: pr- mm, I'm struggling to say that we really don't want to record a new intro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Greg and I—that's basically
0: what I'm getting at. Will, Greg and I hope I you are, don't mind. <laughs>
1: Greg and I are just really lazy people, uh,
0: and we've really kind of grown attached to that. Yeah, that damn ass, i mean, the inflection, the the tone of it is just perfect, and the, you can't replace it. You
1: can't, no. And what are we supposed to do? Will, baby, you're unreplaceable, and if you ever want to come back, man, the door is always open. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of doors being open, I think (laughs) about— There uh, was a bunch
0: of gay pornography on our Twitter this week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think about that front door when you walk into the mansion of Resident Evil. Okay. And you end up walking down the hallway— and it's, like, that first cinematic scene where the iconic scene. the iconic scene of the zombie turning its head and looking at you. Oh, it's so good, man. That, I remember being, oh, God, I want to say 1997 I played this for the first time. Yeah, it was right around there. And it just sent shockwaves, not not like chills, but shockwaves down my fucking spine.
0: Anyone who's played that and, and knows what we're talking about, it, it's, it's such... a a memorable it's just that zombie turns and you get the profile view of his head yes like the white skin and just that angry eye oh you know it is it's beautiful
1: and also if you do know what we're talking about and you experienced it for the first time the way greg and i experienced it back in 97 chances are you take ibuprofen every morning to start your day Uh, Now, the reason why we're bringing this up is because the trailer just came out for the new Resident Evil movie set to come out in November. And goddamn,
0: does it look good.
1: It looks fun. It looks like a popcorn flick, like a fun
0: popcorn flick. No, it looks like what I, and I assume a lot of other fans, wanted the first Resident Evil movie to be.
1: Yes, thank you. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Um,
0: Because it seems to cover a lot of two. yeah which for, I mean, a lot of people who are uh, like myself in their mid-30s and remember those early games, 2 was always the big one. 2
1: was better than 1 and better than 3. I, um, I do
0: love 3, but 2 I is the fucking don't. big one, man.
1: I didn't care for 3. I didn't care for Nemesis. A lot two of people was, didn't, yeah. 2 was huge for me. Yeah. Yeah, 2 is just where it was fucking at, man. But the first one, I love the setting Yeah, more Than a city or a police station, you know. Well, the
0: first one was very, like, it was claustrophobic. You know, you're in that mansion. Yeah. Um, It was also kind of one of the first of its kind.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's sort of
0: like, it it wasn't the very first survival horror game, but it was the first, like, big one.
1: Think about how many games tried to copy that, like, between, like, Silent Hill, which is actually creepier than Resident Evil. But then, like, even to go as far as, like, Vampire Hunter D- all those types of ga- uh, types of games that, like, tried to, like, emulate the Resident Evil atmosphere, the style, the controls, everything. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, if it wasn't for uh, Resident Evil 4, we probably wouldn't have Dead Space.
1: Oh, Resident Evil 4 is amazing.
0: I mean, Dead Space borrowed those mechanics and kind of perfected them, in my opinion.
1: Yes, yes. And I fucking,
0: uh, I love me some Dead Space. If we can oh. get a, a just a, a hurry up on that remake <laughs> of the first one. I'd no
1: shit, it. man, right? Well, first I have to get like the next gen console, and then it could come out.
0: Oh, did I tell you? Uh, we actually we have a legion of fans waiting to mail us a PS five. Oh, they're uh, out there.
1: Oh, oh,
0: yeah. All we have to do is <laughs> amass a stack of slasher's t shirts <laughs> in exchange. Uh, this is the deal that's on the table. I actually worked this all out while uh, while you weren't paying attention. Oh yeah, yeah. We're trading a pile. Look, if I can put this in perspective for you, do you remember the old Donkey Kong Country games? Oh yeah. You know how uh they have that just giant pile of bananas.
1: Oh, what are like, they going to do with like it? Like at their
0: home base. Like yeah. they just they basically sleep on it, they eat it. Like bananas are their fucking life. That's that's how we are with Slashers t-shirts. <laughs> we have a, a veritable mound of them here at the studio. <laughs> and we will trade you every single one of them. And I tell you these shits are as good as gold. Oh yeah. Gold. gold. I repeat. Uh, and we're willing to trade those for the old PS5 So we can play that new Dead Space
1: Now I love those slasher guys But yes, we do have a plethora of them So yeah uh, There you go So you're going to send us a PS5 We'll send you all the slasher t-shirts You could you could shake your dick at Yeah,
0: sorry, I went a little bit of a tangent there
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, But uh, back on this trailer, man Yes, sir uh, I, It looks so good The dogs look good uh, the lit was that thing called the liquor. The liquor, yeah. The liquor it's got looks the brain great. head and oh, it crawls yeah. on the ceiling.
0: I, I have to I have to say this is the Resident Evil movie and it haven't seen it yet. So I'm I'm kinda hoping, but I'm gonna say with a fair amount of confidence, this is the Resident Evil movie that I think the fans always wanted.
1: I think it's gonna be like Venom where if you try to overanalyze it, it's gonna suck. Oh yeah, this is and by like,
0: this is by no means gonna be like a like a brilliant no,
1: this, film. Is, this is Sony. It's not going to be an Oscar I, winner No, by any means. it's totally not. It's going to be action. It's going to have a, a couple jumps here and there. But this is exactly what I want.
0: It's got that that exploding semi from the beginning. Dude, the uh, beginning I'm, of I'm on the trailer, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's got the characters that you want. It's got the specific yep. uh, zombie mutations that you want. It's got the setting that you want. Hell yeah. It is. It's the film that they skipped. You know, fifteen yeah, years ago, or whenever they started, t-
1: fuck twenty.
0: You know, they are, they did kind of an adaptation of three, with the nemesis and everything. It was a
1: yeah, it wasn't amazing. But yeah, that was the closest. Honestly, I think that was the closest to Resident Evil we could get. Yeah, with that whole series but was for the, third, reason, the third one. They had they uh, didn't, nemesis.
0: Uh, they didn't cover the plot of part two, which I no. think was kind of uh, you know most fans' favorite for a while. Oh yeah, no doubt. So, no. Doubt, seems like man. that's what we're getting, and I'm excited about it.
1: I ready to go. Ready to fucking go, man. Fucking Resident Evil.
0: And if you guys haven't played the remake of Part Two, and to a lesser extent Part Three, they are fantastic.
1: Yeah, I played the demo. How did you like it? I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice having updated uh, controls because that was the most frustrating thing in Resident Evil. Right.
0: Those old tank controls, like they were cool at the time, but they really don't work well nowadays. Oh God, no. They're a little tough.
1: No, it's 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 impossible to unless play, you're no.
0: Japanese, in which case no video game has ever been difficult for you.
1: Y- yes, that's very true. <laughs> this is kind of how it works. Uh hey man, I'm really big on there's a lot of guys right now that I, I, I find that horror is in really good hands right now. Okay. Uh, one of the ones I want to touch base on is Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan has oh, been pumping do. out uh excellent either movies or or a uh, series on Netflix with uh oh, Haunting he, of he, Bly Manor.
0: He's the guy that did Haunting of Hill House, right?
1: Haunting of Hill House which has hands down probably one of the best jump scares ever. Okay. My uh my ex-wife screamed so loud that uh, I had to let the downstairs neighbors know that she was fine. Okay. Yeah, because they were like, "Okay, we were actually going to check on you guys." Yeah, like it, fair uh, Yeah. Which part are you talking about? Uh the car. Where the two sisters oh. are just, like, talking, and yeah, yeah, yeah. she jumps in from the backseat.
0: I don't want to give too much away, but yes, it is a great scene.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's literally, I want to say, next to The Exorcist 3, and uh, a couple other things I, I at the top of my head I can't really think of, but I want to say that's one of the best jump scares ever.
0: Although, to put things in perspective, uh, Drew also screamed when that fucking Mormont girl from Game of Thrones got beaten to death by the giant, so... I don't know if, uh, she might just be sensitive to jump scares.
1: Oh, that wasn't a jump scare. I think she was just more taken back that the Mormont girl died.
0: That was more of a comedic moment than like a terrifying moment. <laughs> you know what I'm you did like, That's not, what I'm getting at.
1: You did not enjoy that character. Oh, no, I did not like her. I liked her. Yeah. Okay. Is it <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she going to be in uh,
0: Last of Us? Yeah. With uh, Pedro Pascal? Yeah, and I'm sure she'll be fine. I don't hate the actress herself. You just hated that character. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. she's great. I'm sure she's just very talented. I'm sure she'll be fine in Last she's, of Us. She's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Got a got a bright future ahead of her.
1: Yeah. That, uh, that
0: Mormont girl. Oh, you suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, man, she's making that HBO money, so she's suffer for life. Hey, can't man. blame me for that. Yeah, right. Well, uh, it turns out that he is actually at the helm. Of a new Netflix series, which is one of uh, Poe's stories, The Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, okay. One of my favorites. Which preys on, uh, uh, it's basically a telling of a a haunted house. What is it? It's a a childhood friend of one of the kids from uh, the Usher clan. Yeah. Uh, The Usher clan, the, the guy reaches out to him that he's fallen ill mentally and physically. The kid comes to take care of him and finds that this house is just kind of absorbed the evil around it yes
0: this is uh this is Edgar Allan Poe at his most Lovecraftian which I think will appeal to a lot of the you know the
1: modern day audiences today because Lovecraftian horror is so hot right now it's so in it is so fucking in Jesus Christ there was a fucking show called Lovecraft Country
0: I mean for good reason though like Lovecraft does have some great concepts but I will say
1: uh reading his stuff it can be a little dry. So I told you before the episode that back when I was in high school, I had a big fucking, like, dictionary-sized book of Lovecraft stories. Dictionary. Dictionary. had a big oh, old dictionary. Oh,
0: God, the Twitter has got to me. <laughs> it's gotten in our brains. It's consumed me. All I can think about is penis. And butt
1: sex. Yeah. Uh, you hacked me good. Oh, God, you got us. Uh, so... Lovecraft is I, I so I read all these fucking stories back in high school mm-hmm. just so I could like be cool and like edgy and shit. Hey, you know what? It worked. Hey, sh- sure. I was also a juggalo, so whatever. Well, well, uh, maybe I spoke too soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Whoop whoop. Hey whoop whoop. Hey uh, hey. uh, dude, Lovecraft is so hard to read.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of those are kind of a one and done for me, in my opinion. Like you, you read it. You love it, you get through it, but I don't have a very strong urge to to revisit many Dude, of Dude,
1: I remember reading the Necronomicon thinking I was so cool and I when I was done reading that entire fucking 300-page book, I Did- went what the fuck did i just did read? you
0: just pull it out like just to like be seen in the school library like
1: i had it on top so like you know like when the hot
0: girls walking by and you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like showing hot, off like the cover the like, hot
1: goth chick yeah like, yeah check it out i read sometimes. like hey you go to hot topic i go to hot topic oh yeah. necronomicon
0: read, right like that's in movies do you read and stuff.
1: lovecraft uh <laughs> yeah dude i had it on top of so like when you would go to class you carry your books and shit I always had the Necronomicon sitting on top of everything. Of course you did. Yeah, thinking I was so cool. Yeah. Uh, that book was so hard to read. It's so drab. Yep. Uh But, I mean, you know, I guess for the time it would be
0: cool, but... He's he's great for what he did. You know, his his stories, his concepts,
1: the stuff that he established. The creatures Fantastic. he came up with. And the madness that, uh, if you saw one of these creatures, I think is really cool, There's too. Just the
0: whole idea of, like, cosmic evil...
1: Ancient beings. Ancient, evil, ancient yeah, cosmic, all that shit. Dude. The type
0: of shit that just drives you insane by looking at it. Yeah. By thinking about it. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. all it's all great stuff. But uh if you actually read those words, if you actually go through the text,
1: it can be a bit tedious. Oh, that's an understatement. Uh but I tell you what I do like to read is Edgar Allan Comic Poe. books. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually I'm rereading uh, I'm rereading the Black Cat right now. Nice. Uh, but Fall of House of Usher is something I also got to go through and reread. I, because I love it's a good been, story about a cat. Meow. Yeah. Yeah. It's great stuff. <laughs> Just purring all over you. Yeah. But that Fall of the House of Usher is that going to be a
0: is that a mini series is that a full series or what's the, It what's is the going to that?
1: be. Uh, I think I read eight episodes. Okay. On Netflix.
0: Is that a long enough story to? really fill
1: eight episodes or yeah no it's not i was
0: gonna say like i it's been a minute since i read that one but i don't remember it being a, like I'm a sure, long form novel
1: no i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of uh a, a lot of extra maybe emphasize a little bit more on uh some of the, like the past of their childhood yeah uh, i i i think i dude i trust mike flanagan okay like the the way he handled dr sleep the I did way, like dr sleep the way he was able to appease stephen king and also honor Stanley Kubrick. And that Hill House was uh that was something special. Bly Manor was okay.
0: I wasn't quite as into that one, but
1: nah. Nothing fucking happened, right? Yeah. It was still a good story, but nothing fucking happened. Hill House rocked my fucking world though. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. plus uh that one actress who's the lead in the movie Hush who was in Carla Gugino. She is st- Stunning. I
0: never totally know how to say that last name. I don't either, but Doug, dude, she is
1: she's fucking stunning, and she's so talented. Beautiful. So chances are we're going to see her in this, too, because she fucking does everything with Mike Flanagan. I would love that. Uh, oh, dude, I know we talked about uh, Hellraiser last week. Mm-hmm. There is some new, uh, new shit. What you got? Uh, first off, Clive Barker is producing it. Oh, that's promising. Clive Barker... It sounded like originally Clive Barker was going to work closely with the HBO uh, series, but it seems that he is now producing the made-for-Hulu movie Hellraiser. Okay. This movie is very promising. It looks good. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk more about David Bruckner in a second.
0: It's It's got a lot, of, a lot of power behind it, especially if Barker's
1: in there. So Jamie Clayton has been cast as uh the not the lead uh jamie clayton clayton that's
0: that's gonna be our new pinhead
1: hell yes our uh our hell priestess oh is that the that's the official uh title of this character i mean not to sound like a fucking nerd here but doug bradley was never coined as pinhead oh fuck uh that's just (laughs) something that that like Fangoria came up with. Is this
0: not this this isn't in the credits or anything for no, any of the movies? It doesn't say
1: Pinhead. It, it the later on in the movies, but it was Hell Priest. So in the first one, Doug Bradley's character Pinhead was just called Hell Priest. Okay. Uh and in the novels that uh uh the Scarlet almost a Scarlet Letter, Hellbound Heart. The, <laughs> no, no, the 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 recent one where they kill he Clive Barker actually kills Pinhead.
0: Like clive barker himself is a character in the story and he murders pinhead
1: no i'm sorry it was his uh like clive barker has this uh like like beaten down old grizzled cop that uh he has in other stories i forgot his name he was like he was kind of like uh uh like robert langdon from uh like, the Da Vinci Code. I got you. Yeah, he was, like, one of those guys. Well, I guess... Uh, he, he he likes that trope. Yeah, he ends up uh, crossing over... Oh, God, what the fuck is that name in that novel? Scarlet something. Scarlet Bible? Fuck, I can't remember. Um, Scarlet
0: Letter, I believe. It's about whores.
1: It's about whores. Yeah. And how you bang him. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. It was, uh, like, they end up killing Pinhead, but there's text in there where Pinhead is, like, talking about, like, when he enters his room of Cenobites... And he knows they were just talking about him, and he's like, I bet they were all calling me Pinhead. I hate that fucking name Pinhead. I'm the hell priest. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, so they I love that. So Clive Barker actually acknowledges it that like how much he hates that he was called Pinhead. Well,
0: you know, when you when you think about it, Pinhead those... is not, you know, in any other context, it's not a great nickname to have.
1: No, it's terrible. And also those are fucking
0: it's, nails. It's man. more of like a circus sideshow than a like an intimidating uh hellbound being
1: it's a character from spongebob pinhead larry
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, having a (laughs) a pinhead usually isn't a it's not a great character no is
1: isn't there a fucking Ramon song about that probably yeah seems like the
0: type of thing they'd be into
1: yeah something about being a pinhead and how much you suck because you're a pinhead
0: i don't want to be pinhead
1: in a pinhead oh cemetery (laughs) let's go oh Oh.
0: (laughs) yeah that sounds about right but yeah, no, I could I could see how Barker would be sorta of not uh totally enthusiastic about the, the name Pinhead for one of his
1: most iconic characters. No, the name was supposed to be the Hell Priest, and yeah, he thought okay. that was so cool and so badass, and then everyone started calling him Pinhead. I mean it's you know, whatever. Yeah. How did he feel about Butterball? Did he I assume he didn't use that nickname either? <laughs> I don't huh? think he gives a shit about Butterball. <laughs> oh man. I really hope that Butterball is also also gender swapped. I really hope they put a Butterball in this new one, man. And I hope it's like fucking uh, like Rosie O'Donnell, right? Like
0: <laughs> big fat. I hope I hope it's Rosie O'Donnell, bald, and she's just pounding down sticks of fucking butter. <laughs> you know, she's got, she's got her, her little fucking hoof in a tub of Crisco, and she's just eating it, just devouring it. It's just
1: Roseanne Arnold fucking like eating Ambien, being all fucking fat. <laughs> Fat and racist it's just, just doing what doing
0: what fatties do,
1: yeah, what what do they do? They eat a bunch of butter,
0: they make everyone else's life hell, <laughs> so many all the people around fresh. him, she's just farting, I have so many sights to show <laughs> oh you
1: pfft, <laughs> pfft, uh, uh, it's gonna end up being Jesse McCartney, <laughs> the fucking race, oh God. Oh, gross her anyone that fucking likes her like it's the whole, not not jesse
0: whatever her name jenny
1: is. mccart
0: no she's great
1: no th- that's the one that's like all anti-vax that was on singled out right
0: well that's not a great uh aspect of her but yeah she was unsingled out
1: she was on singled out and we love her for it and the the jenny mccarthy show she was replaced by carmen Electra. <laughs> yeah
0: in, in all of our minds and hearts at a certain point but yeah no it's uh melissa mccarthy right that Melissa,
1: but that's who it is because you're a big, say, if a, <laughs> you're a big fan of the Gilmore girls. I've heard
0: aside from Claire, there is no bigger fat person named than Melissa like that's <laughs> no offense like I, I don't mean that as an insult to any of you, Melissa's out there, but I
1: don't know anybody fat named Claire, really yeah, I've seen some big Melissa's. I'm mostly
0: basing that off of uh you know the line from the movie, okay, you know what I mean, I think it was breakfast club. Claire, Claire, Lissa. I'm digressing. Yeah. Lissa. <laughs> what other name can you put Moo into and have it be a, an insulting nickname?
1: Oh, fuck. I can't think. Literally none. So back on so this. That's where that comes from. Jamie Clayton is a big fat person. No, she's not. She's actually very, very, very pretty, but she is our new pinhead and she's our new pinhead. She's our hell priestess. Yes. Hell priest. Sorry. Sorry, Clive. She's also 43 years old, and she looks like she's 30. Yeah. Uh, she starred in The Neon Demon. Mm-hmm. Everybody's favorite movie, The Neon Demon. I fucking hate that movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It wasn't great. Uh, she is in that Netflix show, Sense8. Everybody's favorite show. i never Sense seen it. Sense8. Yeah, me neither. And, most importantly, mm-hmm. she was in the third season of Hung.
0: My favorite season of Hung.
1: Yeah. What's that about?
0: Uh, Well... That's about a guy with a big old crank.
1: Okay. I believe. What's and uh,
0: the trials and tribulations that come with dragging your dick around everywhere you go.
1: Oh, my God. What an ordeal. Uh, who is who's is the main guy from that again? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. The Punisher. Yeah.
0: That is about the Punisher wheeling his dick around in a wheelbarrow <laughs> and the drama that comes with it.
1: Getting it caught in the door. <laughs> in his back chain. <laughs> yeah. There, there was that one episode where he got caught in an escalator. I remember that one. That yeah, was we had a one. quick
0: clip of that in our our <laughs> Twitter feed this week. <laughs> if you want to catch up on Hung, if you never actually saw the third season of that, all you have to do is check our Twitter. Yeah, just go to our Twitter. <laughs> Hacked! Damn it! That's scary. How dare you? Oh, with your porno and your penises <laughs> and your butts. Ah, oh, you got us. Oh, good. you got us. Got us guys. so
1: good. Mm.
0: Uh, but yeah, so she was on Hung, she was on Sense8,
1: and uh, The Neon Demon. Uh, she was in some other stuff, but I don't give a fuck about mentioning I that. I think she's going
0: to be a great pinhead. I think this is going to be an uh, interesting divergence for the series. Now, which trying leads... something new.
1: Which leads me to this. And um, I know on the Slasher app, I kind of got into it with one of the guys on there. But it's... Uh, this movie is being directed by David Bruckner. David Bruckner... He directed the best story in VHS, The Siren. It's my favorite story from VHS. That's the... I
0: like you. Yeah.
1: It's I terrifying. Like and then she starts blowing him after she fucking killed his friends. She's got those like, weird story you know, like, feet. And those
0: wings. That's like the scariest part to me is like her,
1: her crazy ass feet. It's the feet, not the fact that her fucking forehead splits open. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I mean, that's just something else to fuck, right? Oh, I wasn't going to say that. No, okay. Were there teeth in there? There's a lot of teeth. In her, in her mouth? No,
0: in the forehead mouth. There were, I think there was oh, some teeth in there. Was
1: there? I think so. Let's go back and watch it. He. So then he also did the siren, the movie itself, based on that character. Which, which was surprisingly good. Very good. And I think the word you used for it was uncomfortable.
0: Yes. The entire thing made me feel uncomfortable.
1: It is uncomfortable.
0: But that's that was the point?
1: That was totally the point. And it worked. Uh David Bruckner also, and I, I've said this before, 2017, he did The Ritual, mm-hmm. which is fucking great. Yeah, you love that movie. I actually really do love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he did, which is my new favorite fucking movie. I had a chance to see it over the weekend. It was playing at one of the Dollar Theaters. It was the last day to see it. Okay. I went with my buddy Jesse. Uh, the Blade from AEW, of course, I got a name drop on here. Um but pepper parks yes uh we went and saw this dude and he uh he told me about it i didn't know what i was going into this is david bruckner's new film and my god this was truly terrifying uh the amount of dread this movie produced grief and true terror i'm not talking jump scares i mean like true dread and terror man. okay uh this movie was fucking great and also it is hands down the most unpredictable horror movie I have watched ever.
0: That's what I keep hearing. It's uh it's so supposedly impossible to know what is gonna happen. I next guarantee
1: this movie. you if you watch this movie, you don't know what the fuck is happening. You think something is gonna go one way and it goes another way, and
0: You think there's gonna be a cliche jump scare? Instead, you turn your head and you see Thomas Jane and his giant cock
1: just coming at you. Stuck in an escalator. <laughs> yeah. That, dude. And
0: he's not alone.
1: I cannot say enough thing of, n- enough good things about The Nighthouse, Greg, I really want you to watch this movie. Oh, I'm uh, going. When it comes out on Blu-ray, I am going to buy it. That's oh, how much I like it. That like, good, huh? It's that fucking good. Okay. This is legit my new favorite movie. I went through so many emotions watching it. Now, and, if we uh, wanted to
0: see this in theaters, where, where yeah. would we go? What? Where would we see this in theaters currently?
1: Uh, Well, it's not in theaters anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry, buddy. All right. Sorry, I cheated I was mostly
0: asking for myself. Yeah, sorry, I cheated that, on you. If that wasn't obvious.
1: You were working.
0: That's how you want to so play this game. You know <laughs> what? I hacked your Twitter. I'm just going to put it out here. It was you. It was me this whole time.
1: Oh, fuck. I was the one that hacked our Instagram. Oh, fuck. Yeah.
0: You know, I kind of thought so. I know, no, because I I saw all that pornography on your phone, and then when I go to Instagram, all of a sudden it's the same pornography that we were enjoying together on your cellular phone the other night. It
1: literally is the same porn. So
0: how did I not uh, put two and two together until just now?
1: Two two, uh, hey, I'll tell you what, man. What? Before we get into the movie, okay, uh, the movie of the week. How about we talk about that new episode of Creep Show? Okay, let's do it. All right, so uh, I was impressed by it. Were you really? I liked it
0: better than the the first episode. I did too. The, yeah.
1: These ones were definitely better. I, I it was it, the first one was was fun where it was like th- the opening scene. It was unveiling a box and it was like an actual like ball from the movie Phantasm. Yeah,
0: that was cool. There were a lot. Of, I mean, this whole episode was references. Oh my god, to that's all. all... Of every one of your favorite
1: horror movies. Yeah, Creepshow's been doing that a lot lately, but I'm surprisingly okay with it.
0: Well, this one, I mean. It made a lot more sense because thematically, I mean, the setting not thematically, but the, the setting was a a museum of horror memorabilia. Yeah. So of course they're gonna have all the shit you expect. They had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Chainsaw. Yep. Uh which actually kind of a funny thing. They they were like, Oh well it's from part two, so
1: Oh, it's the one Dennis Hopper not held not quite as good as the one. Yeah, from not part the one Gunnar Hansen held.
0: As if Having a prop that was in the hands of Dennis Hopper isn't fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, the guy did so much blow. Oh, he's great. Yeah.
0: Um, what else did they have in there? They had some of the skeletons from Clash of the Titans. Yes. Right? Yeah, Clash uh, of the Titans. Uh, and as a little a little homage to the show itself, they had the Creep Show Creepers.
1: Yeah. I love they don't have a name for it. I think it's just the Creeper, right? They were just like, ooh, I remember him. Or is
0: that another thing like a Pinhead where the fans just call it the Creeper? Or is that its official title?
1: I always assumed it was the official title. It might be. Yeah.
0: I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, man.
1: Uh, He's also basically
0: uh, the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. That doesn't talk.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the same guy. Uh, And then also, who do we have in the episode? We have Ajax from the Warriors. James Remar. Oh, the man himself. Personal hero of mine. Dude, he's awesome.
0: He might be the best Raiden out there.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. That's he's, debatable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say Christopher Lambert, whatever.
0: You know what? They both have their strengths. Sure. I'm not going to say that either one of them has any weaknesses because they don't, but they're just, they're more powerful in different directions as Raiden.
1: And if what we just said, you d- still don't know who the fuck we're talking about, he's Dexter's dad. Yeah. There from, you go. From the show, Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's
0: big Dexter.
1: D- big daddy Dex. <laughs> The big D. Right? Uh yeah, so that the the whole episode was just like two fucking nerds, co- nerd collectors going at it and then two, two
0: competing I guess you call it like a sideshow, two competing like sideshow owners. Yeah. Um or or Remar played the the nemesis of the main character's father, I believe. Yeah. Uh and they're they're competing to have the greatest memorabilia, you know, get all the fans coming in. Um, it plays out like most episodes of either Creepshow or Tales from the Crypt where eventually some murder happens. They cover it up. Yeah. Either the corpse or the skeleton or a ghost comes back and haunts
1: the perpetrator. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's a pretty
0: standard plot, but it works.
1: There is a fun, like, psycho homage in that where it's just, like, straight up the shower scene. Oh, yeah. It was fun. When I
0: say that they they referenced all of your favorite horror movies, they referenced all of your favorite horror
1: movies they pretty much do like they
0: packed them all in they did i think there was some evil Dead. yep uh psycho like you said definitely texas chainsaw massacre um what was the other skeleton oh fuck it was his dad well his dad was like
1: the class i I don't want to give anything away yeah no don't don't. okay i don't want to say too much i don't want to spoil it Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Great th- episode, though.
0: show this... is Creepshow's back, everybody.
1: Yeah. The second episode was even better than this one. This one actually kind of fucked me up a little bit. I liked it a lot. Uh, I was uh, I was deep into my fucking edibles when I watched it. So it, it like definitely kind of fucked me up a little bit. Okay. It was, dude, it was awesome. Uh, to uh, the couple, they go see a fortune teller. Something follows the guy home, and bad shit's happening to him, and he has to trap the demon. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, he, oh, dude, a- everything that fucking happened in that was fucking perfect. I love that one a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say too much about it, because this is one that you really... You
1: really gotta watch. You just gotta watch it. Honestly, dude, that one might be my favorite episode so far to the whole Creep Show series. Out
0: of everything, including the first two seasons? Yeah. Wow, okay.
1: Dude, I love that one. Strong praise. Yeah. From a discerning man. It, am I discerning? Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh...
0: It's well, a good episode, though. You should, uh, you should all check it out. Yeah, man. Uh, this might be one of the better horror series that is happening right now.
1: Uh, Greg, before we get into the movie, man. Yes. I think we owe someone an apology. Oh, again. Yeah, and this is, come on, we we, yeah, we we definitely gotta uh, apologize to this guy. Okay. All right, man.
0: You're talking about Tom Yamarone aren't you the Yamarone the Yamarone himself yeah Tom Yamarone we the, di- uh, we did him dirty we did we you know we, we gave him the business last week oh, yeah. so to speak mm-hmm. uh Tom Yamarone who is of course the uh, Bob Seeger
1: of Willow Creek is that right no the Bob Dylan
0: the the Sammy Hagar of Willow Willow Creek
1: uh the D Snyder of Willow Creek
0: her and Carter of Willow Creek, is that
1: it? The Bond Scott of Willow Creek. Okay, let's go with that. Go, okay. okay I like the the Bond Scott The Bond Scott of, Scott of, of Willow, Willow Creek.
0: Creek. Uh you can really tell by the the socks and uh the attire.
1: I'm so sorry for making fun of the Amarone socks.
0: You yeah, yeah, Tom, you kind of focused sorry. on that for a minute. I have to say. Um Tom, I'm mostly sorry for implying that you are a uh, child kidnapping menace to the town of willow creek <laughs> all i did was
1: make fun of his
0: socks <laughs> i uh i'm not gonna pretend i like your music um and in spite of what my my friend and partner here says your socks were weird and terrible but they you were are in fact uh not a criminal let's let's put it that way
1: he might be do you know anything about Shit, him? Shit, you think so no this is the apology i right, tom right. what have you done Tommy, Tommy, you did nothing wrong, and we're sorry for it.
0: I'm trying to apologize here, but now I'm wondering. Uh, did you Do you think he's done some shit?
1: God, I don't know.
0: I mean, like... Did you see those socks? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> they but, were uh, so white. They're indicative of a criminal mind. Did you hear the song he wrote? Yeah.
1: It's deranged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly from the mind of a madman. Tom! What the hell? Yeah, Tom, buddy, are you okay? You're, I mean...
0: You're fucking me up. I can't even apologize to you. You've uh, you've got a, a dark past. I'm positive of it. Oh, the Amaroon? And if you were to ever leave the town of Willow Creek,
1: I feel like it's going to be, like, code red for the the surrounding uh, towns. Yeah. Tom, you stay in Willow Creek where the rest of us are safe.
0: Please. For the good of the nation, Tom.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, maybe, you know, write, write some more songs. That's yeah,
1: we'll write, write, write another song. Go to Open Mike Dyke. M- open Mike Dyke? Mike Mike Dyke? Actually, if you're listening, yeah, Tom. Tom, um,
0: can you write a song called "Micah and Greg Went Out That Day"? <laughs> <laughs> I would like Michael it. Greg can we? Went out that can day. we find? You think we can find him on like Fiverr?
1: <laughs> I think we can find him on on LiveJournal. The Yammerone? you know he has a manifesto. Let's,
0: let's find the Yamarone's Patreon and get him to write a song about us.
1: Is he on SoundCloud?
0: Can Tom? Can you write a song about our Twitter feed being hacked? by homosexual pornography. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll commission you, Tom. Please. We'll pay you in peanut brittle. Tom, I'm no longer apologizing to you. I am commissioning you. Yes. Tom, you just got yourself a paying
0: gig, my friend. Yep. You got some customers. All right. And let me tell you, this $5 bill, uh, it's real and it's crisp.
1: And so if our listeners think that Greg and I are just assholes and aren't going to do this, we're gonna find Tom Yamarone, and we will commission him to write this song. I'm gonna knock on his door tonight. Come on, knock on his door. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: And Greg went out day.
1: I don't know if that was much of an apology. It can't. I mean, it can't be the same song, Tom. No, it can't. Don't
0: misinterpret our words here. We don't want the same song just with different lyrics. We want a unique melody. Do we now? If we're gonna pay five whole bucks for it, it's gonna have to be something. Uh, Something new. We expect you to put the work. Whoa, whoa, in, whoa! Tom. Five bucks. Okay, five bucks and a whole pack of white socks.
1: How about that? Uh, they'll knee even be high. They'll even be Hanes.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, we don't have to stop at the knee. We can go beyond.
1: I. I don't. I, do, that. I don't want to. We can
0: explore that no man's land beyond Tom Yamarone's knees. <laughs>
1: I'd be willing to do that for this song, Tom. Oh, God, please stop talking. (laughs) Please, (laughs) God, shut the fuck up. All
0: right, Matt, you can probably cut the piano there. All right, the the
1: piano has been cut. Hey, Tom. Jesus Christ. Sorry, man. All right, dude, let's fucking go. Hey, found footage month, my friend. Okay. Okay. Finders keepers harder, harder deeper. deeper here we go here we go we decided to go back to 2016 actually i decided to go back to 2016 okay take all to, the credit to, uh, uh I, I i it's not taking credit for it. this movie isn't that good greg mm. it's no willow creek which i took credit for the true, next two true.
0: are on you man there was a notable lack of big foot or big feet in this movie
1: there was a notable lack of bobcat in this movie i know and it suffered for it It clearly did. I think if you want to make a good found footage film, you got to fucking incorporate Bobcat Goldway somehow. You need
0: to include Bobcat if you really want things to to come across as found footage. And for a film uh, such as this that openly discusses the kind of the meta, the the rules of the found footage genre. Yeah. You think they'd know that?
1: Yeah, you would think. But they don't. Okay, yeah, we are... Fuck, did I even say the name of the title? It's Found Footage 3D, everybody. 3D, the 2D version. Because yeah. apparently there is a 3D version, but I can't watch it because I'm poor and I don't have a 3D TV. I don't own 3D glasses. That's that's my problem. What if I got the 3D glasses for your 3D TV? Uh, you know what?
0: My other problem is I don't have a 3D TV.
1: <laughs> I have the same problem. Now that I'm considering it. Holy shit, man. I don't know. It's just that. Who, what fucking asshole buys a 3D TV? You, you got to be a real piece of shit. You got to be a real asshole. Like, really, how many movies
0: does that work for? Like four? What are you going to do? Just sit around
1: and watch the Avengers?
0: Right. You're going to sit there with your little glasses on, sitting at the, the exact singular point in your living room that if you if you don't cock your head even slightly to the side, you can actually see the 3D through the fucking glasses. Do they even fucking make these TVs anymore? They shouldn't. If they do, because that shit sucks. Oh, it's, it's a headache city. Population. 3 these TVs are trash, and if you own one, you're also trash. I'm sorry. The I same- don't mean that.
1: The same people that have these 3D TVs, their parents fucking had those projector ones, those big fucking projectors.
0: Because if you own a 3D TV, it means you jumped the fucking gun on that technology. Like, you bought that as soon as it came out, just to be like, look at me, I got the 3D TV. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, No, it's weird. It was a mix of Borat, then you turned to Dice. So I think, basically what I'm getting at is the only person in the world who owns a 3D TV anymore is Andrew Dice Clay, and even he's not satisfied with it because you've seen what happened to him. He got a little droopy. Yeah, he got Bell's palsy because of his 3D TV. Because I'm a scientist, I am making that assertion with confidence. 3D TVs cause Bell's palsy. You heard it here first. We're damn that scary. Yeah. But and don't will, get
1: vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, might want to do that. The earth is flat. There's lizards in the fucking government. Mm. And Hillary Clinton is making baby smoothies. Yeah. Also, bees. There's a lot of bees out there that you should probably pay attention to. No, there's no bees. There's no birds either because birds don't exist. They're fucking drones.
0: Well, anyway, have you heard that found footage i I'm not done yet, Greg! (laughs) Have you heard that this is a meta story that explores the nuances and cliches of the found footage
1: genre while also perfecting it? That's why I like this movie. It's great, right? It's fun. It's a good time. This is a fun fucking movie, and uh, I, this is a Shutter exclusive. I thoroughly enjoy this fucking movie. I, I had uh, a fantastic experience with this one. It's fun, man. I was, it was something that my ex-wife and I just kind of accidentally stumbled on one night, and uh, we decided, fuck it, let's watch it. And man, we fucking fell in love with it. I can see why. There's a lot to love. Yeah. A charming little picture.
0: It is. With it some is some charming little characters which I think we'll go over right now.
1: Hey, hey, all right. This is why you get paid the big bucks. First up is Derek. Derek who is the
0: producer, the visionary, a confident filmmaker, an iconoclast, a 3D enthusiast, a certified coxman, and a possible cokehead. <laughs>
1: <sighs> <laughs> he definitely is right i'm really bummed they didn't have him blowing lines i mean literally... i'm making
0: assumptions there but everything about him just leads to this man oh, is just blasting rails just anytime yes. he's off camera
1: yes you know it dude and we'll we'll talk about that when we get there we, but, you know, we like certainly he's, will he, he is high as a goddamn kite he is literally like like that guy that like starts off fun and then at, like, four in the morning, he's, like, pacing around. Oh, it and he's, gets dark. He's really weird. His, his eyes are bleeding. He wants to fight you. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, come on, man. We're just blowing coke. He's like,
0: you know, she she shouldn't have left me. I should have left her. I was, he's talking about his fucking past. He's, he's getting into relationship drama.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you you tell him something like, hey, man, you know, things are going to get better. And then he'll cut you off and be like. I know that. Oh, you think so? Do you, you think? Do oh, you think yeah, I fucking know that? Yeah. I'm talking about right now. Should we call huh? her? Should huh? we call her? No. Yeah, should we? Can call you talk to her? Can you talk to her? For yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what, is that what you're saying? You want you want to call her? Do you want to do you want to call her right now? Yeah, that dude's a butthole at four a.m. Oh, yeah, it's ringing it's, <laughs> ringing! it's ringing! It's ringing! It's ringing! Oh, I went to a Hang it up! Smell. Hang it up!
0: Quick. Uh, and next up, we have Andrew, who is Derek's hired director. He's a practical skeptic, a connoisseur of the found film genre. He knows all the rules. He's a little bit of a perfectionist uh he's a four eyed nerd but also kind of a badass
1: he's a four eyed nerd I don't know where you get badass from, but he is also one of those men that has the unfortunate appearance of being shaped as a pear yeah, skinny fat it is yeah his bottom half is bigger than his upper half Got a big old wide ass it's thick as a skinny fat man
0: myself i can relate i've i've seen uh I've seen the work that he puts in, and it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when you say, uh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about when we get to the scene, but you know, he, he shows some badass qualities. Oh, not, I know you're talking about. He's not just going to completely shit on the man. Okay. You know, he's bold when he needs to be. Um, like then, a cup uh, of coffee. And we've got Amy, who is Derek's ex-wife. She is the script slash lead actress. She's a professional, a little bit of a know-it-all. A little bit of a prima donna. A little bit of a prima. Well, a lot of a prima donna. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, oh yeah. But also a possible ghost harpy.
1: Uh, she is uh, a very poltergeist heavy. Um, uh, not heavy. What am I trying to say? She attracts. You know what? She's a bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah. What's the word for that? She's um like a paranormal uh, medium or a
1: paranormal hotspot. Some of that. Sh- whatever that. Word is. I don't know, man. I know some people that fucking think they're fucking psychics. She's
0: uh she's like a honeypot for the ghosts.
1: There there it is. Yeah. There it is. I love that word honeypot.
0: Yeah, right? That's fun.
1: Yeah. Honeypot. Amy. Big
0: old ghost honeypot. Uh and then we've got Mark, who is Derek's little brother. He's the editor slash cameraman. He is a meek, dedicated, and loyal brother. Uh, he's also kind of an amateur YouTuber, which they touch on for just like a split second.
1: Split second.
0: Um, and he is a massive simp for Amy.
1: I, that was literally the word I was going to fucking use. I know I, you were. I could see it in your I eyes. I have it written down here. Simp Mark. Holy shit. You wrote that bigger than all the other words, too. Simp Mark is trying to get Amy to leave with him. Yep. Didn't need that many underlines? That he was a fucking simp. I mean, it was that was right. kind of his whole. All right. As character. a man that is currently going through a divorce right now, you have a lot of marks in your fucking life. Okay. That are simping out for uh, you know what? Simping ain't easy. So go ahead, buddy. <laughs> who's who's next on the list?
0: <laughs> simping ain't easy, and that's the problem because like the the rewards do not match the work. I think. No, you put a lot of work into simping, uh, and I I feel like you just don't uh, you don't get get anything out of it. No, you you're suck. not. Basically, you suck. Don't no. simp, guys. Yeah, don't get, don't simp. You're Everyone out there get... who's
1: considering simping, it's, it's a dead end. It's dead end road. No matter what you do, she's not gonna fucking sleep with you. Maybe she might. You're gonna be. You're gonna get a pat on the head. Yeah, because
0: she knows you're a simp. See, that's the thing.
1: Mm-hmm. If you make it obvious that you're simping,
0: then you you made a non easy endeavor just so much harder for yourself. Yep. You will never get to dick her down. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that's. Let's all be honest. That's that's the goal. You're trying to dick someone down. Yeah. Turns out you just get you get all dicked up
1: yep. in the head. Just like our Twitter feed.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> You get hacked. If you simp too much, you eventually get hacked. Who's uh, next? Bam Margera? What's there a Bam in this one? <laughs> There's another Bam. Really? Oh, yeah. I know I know who you're talking yeah. about. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> um and actually, you know what? He is next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Mark yeah, metalhead. No, we, metal, just, we just said Mark Carl. Said, yeah, metalhead Carl. Carl is the sound guy, beard rocker. He is a Bam Margera, and I think I don't need to elaborate on that one. Yeah, it's just what he is. He's a good natured jokester, a paranormal believer, a little bit of a slob, and he one hundred percent lives in a van when he is not shooting movies
1: down by the river. Yeah. All right, man. So let's fucking get into he is our a real
0: fucking Carl.
1: He is such. Oh wait, we got one more. We do
0: have one more. Yeah, Lily. Let's not jump the gun here. No, I apologize. Lily is great. We all love Lily. She is the PA, which for those of you who are not in the biz like we pussy are, pussy ass. <laughs> she is the production assistant. Oh
1: fuck, to this endeavor. Then she's, I got it wrong.
0: She's cute. She's inexperienced. She's helpful but naive. Uh, enthusiastic but has a very soft head.
1: Does she ever she never uh, her soft spot was never fully developed I I love uh, and there's a part coming up that we will definitely emphasize on but this movie because it's it's literally a team of people making a found footage movie and it reminded me so much of some of the local movies here in Buffalo And we'll get to some of the shit coming up here. Yeah, you've got experience
0: Uh, with that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm interested to hear. I'm I'm interested to open the window into this whole world. I know,
1: I know a Derek. I totally, I totally know a Derek. Derek's actually a mix of a couple guys here from Buffalo. You know a Carl? Uh, yeah, I do know every sound guy ever is a Carl. Yeah, I know a Carl. Carl's actually the Carl I know is actually a cool dude. Uh.
0: How About an Andrew.
1: It's, it's uh, yeah. There's... I think Andrew
0: holds him all together. He kind of, he's the glue.
1: Yeah, there's a. a, 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 a uh, I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, yeah. Kett? It's good old B L. Uh, no, he's a he's a good dude too. Bruce Lee. Uh, uh sure, or or Bud Light, whatever. Uh, but uh, all right, man. Let's Bruce get... Lee lime. <laughs> <laughs> so our movie starts off with Derek and
0: Andrew uh discussing how they're about to make a found footage movie
1: well it kind of starts with a cliche opener with about a, a married couple it's a, it's the opening text right okay well Where fuck me yeah you, go, you know what dude fuck man because you you fucked it up you ruined it the episode's over ah, okay see you later <laughs> oh greg I'm, it's okay buddy i'm
0: gonna go hack some more twitter feeds
1: i knew it was you <laughs> oh, wait, I knew did it i say was that you. out loud you son of a bitch hey i'm coming back all right here, here we go uh fucking mr. sabotage over here so the movie starts out
0: with a uh a splash page of the the usual description of how the, the every footage is
1: found footage every fucking found footage movie opens with this shit
0: and it says our two main characters got lost in the woods
1: got killed got and killed, this is the footage and we
0: recovered this footage and i think there's a there's a blatant misspelling in this is there? Yeah, I think it's the word vacationing is actually spelled wrong. Oh, my God. And knowing the intent of uh, of this whole film, I, c- I honestly could not tell if that was on purpose or not.
1: It probably was I on feel, purpose. I feel like they did it on purpose. Yeah, probably. Just to be
0: like, look at how stupid this cliche intro is. We also didn't even put enough effort into That's awesome.
1: It. So I love that. Yeah, so then it's, go- hey, what do you think? And it's Derek telling Andrew, or like, this is going to be our opener or whatever.
0: And, uh, yeah, they they argue about the believability of the, the splash screen and the premise. Like, you think people are going to buy that? This is something that Andrew touches on throughout the entire movie, where he's not totally sure uh, if they can justify why these main characters are holding a camera. And this is a very good question. Yes. When it comes to the found footage genre, why are our characters always filming everything? And I, I do appreciate the fact that Andrew is concerned about this.
1: I do, too. But at the same time, Andrew is such a nerd about it. Well, you gotta be. I guess. you I, I know. That quality was the... control. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah.
0: Um, so uh, our directors and our crew are preparing their equipment. They're loading it into a van. They're getting ready to go on their little trip to uh, whatever the cabin is so that they can shoot uh, their film. But what's important to this whole thing, as we were just talking about, uh, Andrew, keeping in mind that we need a reason for the filming Mm -hmm. this is important they are shooting a documentary of the filming of this film simultaneously with the actual filming of this film
1: i love that so this
0: is the reason why we are watching this movie Mm -hmm. is because our main guy mark the editor slash cameraman is filming a documentary of the film that they're filming Yep. And that's what we get to see. So that's why That's why we are watching Found yes. Footage 3D. Yes. And that's if you can how you follow get... what I just said. God bless you. Yeah. I'm not sure if it actually made <laughs> sense there. But uh... What Greg
1: is saying is why are we watching this? And the reason is is that it's a fucking documentary on a movie about found footage. Yes. You know what?
0: How did you make that sound so simple? Why can't I do that? I don't know if I had as much to drink as you. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Um, but the film that we're actually shooting uh, in this documentary is called Spectre of Death. Spectre of
1: Death! It's, I, I mean, think that's a uh, Three Inches of Blood song. It sounds like an album, right? It does. It sounds like, like, a,
0: like a King Diamond album.
1: Or an Iron Maiden album. Spectre of Death. And you got Eddie dressed as a fucking ghost.
0: Hell yeah. The Crimson Ghost. Oh. Never gonna stop Whoa! <laughs> But they do have um, they have t shirts for this film already printed, which I thought was funny.
1: Oh, they I love even, that.
0: They haven't even shot it yet. They definitely haven't released it. Again, They do have t shirts.
1: Again, I know guys locally that have done this Is shit. You saw the process? Works? Yeah. You print the shirts first? Ombus. Fucking, uh, these fucking Ombus shirts. Fuck you, fucking piece of shit. You man. say Ombus? Ombus. Ombus Ombus was this local film made by this fucking piece of shit, Adam Stegart. Fuck you, Adam. I don't fucking care. Uh... All right, I don't Uh, care about
0: any of that. But can you spell "ombus" for me?
1: O m b u s. I don't know. Ombus. I don't fucking know. The movie was basically the blob. Is that Latin? The movie was the blob, slither, whatever. Wait,
0: is "ombus" Latin for blob?
1: Back to found footage 3D. So they have
0: these. They have these "Specter of Death" shirts printed, and I have to say, for all my graphic design nerds out there, I I can't not touch on this. I will settle down. This T-shirt is printed in the papyrus font. I knew it. <laughs> you knew it. You saw it. I knew it. it. I wasn't going to even – I was going to let you do it. The hell, you weren't going to say something. No, I was going to let you do um, it. Which it, it. This font is awesome, classy, and smart, in my opinion. <laughs> and if you do any kind of advertisement or graphic design, you should use it as often as possible. And uh, for the two or three of you out there who have followed my business over the last 10 years, I use it constantly. Because it is the perfect font. It is the font that comes with Adobe Photoshop, so you know it's good. It's pre-approved by the Adobe company. It has their seal of approval.
1: It's also the logo of Greg's favorite movie, Avatar.
0: Yes. It's tribal, yet futuristic.
1: And if you're here in Buffalo, if you go to the Gypsy Parlor... That's also the font they use.
0: You will once you recognize papyrus, you will see it everywhere.
1: I stopped going to gypsy parlor because of papyrus. I
0: appreciate that. It's, yeah. a, it's a good reason not to go places.
1: Also, the people there smell like patchouli.
0: Yeah. They smell like papyrus. <laughs> they smell like papyrus. <laughs> but once you once you understand this font, I swear to you, it will become an obsession. It will jump out at you everywhere you go.
1: It'll ruin your life.
0: It'll enhance your life. Sure. It's fun. And as I said, it's it's quality graphic design. So keep it up, everybody. Never let it die, Papyrus.
1: Okay, good. The All right. shirts. <laughs> All right, I've said it.
0: I've said enough. <laughs> I love some Papyrus. I'm not sure if you got that. I mean, we course.
1: use Misfits font for our logo, but
0: you're just going to give away a, a secret like that.
1: Oh, I think it's pretty obvious.
0: Really? I thought we were pulling it off. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I believe it's Andrew who asks the question. Uh, what if we're the first to do found footage horror in three D? But how do you p- pull that off? Derek produces a whole case, a whole slew of three D cameras, and says we are going to shoot found footage in the third dimension.
1: Yes, and Andrew, Andrew did say after that because it was first. Derek was doing the build up. Drum roll! We are going to be the first found footage movie shot entirely in click, 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 three D. Click, click, boom, 3D. And Andrew's like, why? How? This how makes no this? sense. This makes no fucking sense. How, d-
0: how does that actually work? And just like, oh, whatever. It's the like, audience, yeah. is, audience is stupid. I don't know. It doesn't it matter. Be, uh, we're we're going to be the first ones to do it. Yeah, who gives a shit? And to be fair, we're doing it. He's kind of right.
1: You know what? I am more. All right, now. Uh, you the
0: first one to do anything? It's notable.
1: I'm between. Uh, see, I'm kind of torn between a buzzkill like Andrew and a visionary like Derek. Uh I'm more of a Derek because I'm like let's just have fun. Yeah. I don't need an explanation. Just fucking balls to let's the wall. Let's just man. fucking do this shit. Andrew is a fucking dork. Uh a questioning. Little
0: a little bit of a wet blanket.
1: He questions everything. He's
0: a little he's a little too practical for you to really go nuts and have a good time.
1: Let's not let's not fucking dwell on what should be and just dwell on like not even dwell but just accept what it is
0: think of the possibilities man yeah
1: think about it have you ever
0: considered the third dimension have you andrew and andrew's like nah no it's not gonna work
1: yeah whatever you fucking virgin
0: and to be fair you might be right but we don't want to hear that but
1: then derek also says guess what we are also going to be shooting this documentary with the making of this film also in 3D." 3d The Dudleyville Death Drop.
0: You may have heard that 3D audio that we just shot at you.
1: Oh, it's, did we? It's
0: because we do a ton of prep on this show. Oh,
1: so much prep.
0: Also, I will say notable, uh, Carl, everyone's oh. favorite sound guy, is wearing a shirt that says Death to False Tattooing on the back, oh. which I'm not even going to touch on how fucking cringy that is. It was weird. But he does appear to have no visible tattoos. He has none. So
1: that's a little suspicious. A little, I think the kids say sus. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't, I don't necessarily say that.
1: Well, you're going to have to, if you want to be hip and cool. Oh, I don't want to. Say it.
0: Death to false tattooing.
1: Is kind of sus. It's, I got you to say it. God, I feel so terrible. Oh, I know. Go look at our Twitter feed. Oh, you're driving me to drink. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: let's get right into the plot here. Um, Amy pulls our man Mark aside uh, to mention, uh, or to ask if Derek has mentioned anything about their recent divorce.
1: And apparently Mark says, no, he hasn't said anything. And Amy is just like, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Oh God. I didn't know we were doing this right now. I, I calls him
0: sweetheart or something. Yeah.
1: Too. This is Derek's brother, which this is, ah, uh, ah, uh, it's always that guy. Oh, there's always that one guy that wants to fuck your wife. And oh, is it annoying? And it just happened to be his little brother.
0: You know what they call him? It's called a swooper
1: or a simp. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they swoop right in. Oh, they, relationship s- ends. they sure do. And don't they? Always, they Greg they
2: always
0: want to be the uh, like the shoulder to cry on. And they're like, hey, you can always talk to me. Yep, I'm the I'm the guy to to relax around. Yeah. Rela-
1: you could tell me everything and and uh, I'll hold doors for you. But You know,
0: they have ill intent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Swooper. Bit of a bastard. But anyway, it's road trip time. We get our whole crew packed into this van with all their equipment, all their stuff. They're ready to move, and they drive like an hour. <laughs> like it really is not a – it doesn't seem to be a very long trip.
1: Apparently, it is um, a long trip. Yeah, we'll make uh, it to
0: their location, which a long- is uh, very rural.
1: Along the way, they uh, they definitely do get out a couple times, and they have uh, impromptu interviews for the documentary. And this is where Lily, our very young Lily, who is our PA, she explains that she met Derek, who's making the movie, at a party last week, and that and that Derek was just like, "Hey, I'm making this horror film. How about you help out? Help about you help out on it." And I know local movie guys that have done this shit, too, where they find a hot girl, don't know dick about fuck.
0: I'm going to cut you off right there. This is just straight-up casting cow shit. Oh, yeah. This is the gross side of the fucking film This is totally gross. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Lily's there because Derek wants to fuck her. Yeah. Bottom line. Bottom fucking line, man. Gross behavior, but it seems to happen often. And, of course... Since that's a Hollywood trope, they're going to lampoon it in this movie. Um, So Derek uh, is interviewing some of the local rednecks because what they need for their film is a couple of harbingers. Do
1: they? But these guys are a little bit reluctant. These guys are literally going to be me and you in thirty years. I mean, probably. This is us now. They're
0: hanging out on a on a wooden porch. They're just drinking. Just waiting for someone to come by and ask them to shoot a little bit of film. <laughs> because uh, they basically, uh, our our crew asks them for directions to the Buford farm, which is where they're going to be shooting. Yep. And they initially just kind of give it to them. They're like, oh, yeah, it's right around the corner.
1: You drive, no, you're doing it all wrong. You drive
0: that way a couple of miles, uh, and then uh, you're there.
1: Yep. Cut. That's what it is. But, you know, those guys aren't really looking for that. They, like, want these guys to be, like, Ahabs, like Harbingers. Not Ahabs, oh, my God, Harbingers. They want them <laughs> to be, like, they want them to straight up be, like, no, you don't go down that road. Right. So they get another take, and that's where the guy goes, yeah, I know where that is. You don't want to go there. And the other guy starts going, Ooh, Yeah, the one spooky. guy gets really into it. Yeah, it starts doing the the finger, the finger things, woo hoo and they're like, all right, cut, cut, all right, you know what, we're not going to get fuck-all from these two. It took a few takes. They're clearly frustrated by him. Uh, Micah but- and Greg on the porch are clearly just <laughs> fucking it up. They're drunk. But as Lily is talking to him afterwards, getting uh, their release form
0: signed, uh, they actually say, so you're not really going to that Rufus Mitchell place, are you? Uh which is, turns out that's exactly where they're going to shoot their found footage film. Yeah. And I, they're like, you know what? You don't, you actually really don't want to go down that road. We we're, were just kidding before.
1: The one guy went, no. Oh, oh, God. No. He got up and went inside the general store because he didn't take a shit.
0: Yeah, like, we don't speak about that road.
1: No, we don't know. I don't even think
0: about that road.
1: Oh, we don't go down that road there. You don't want to go down that
0: road, Lewis. To put a bunch of people in a van and actually go down that
1: road? Oh, oh, uh, oh um, to go for the, uh, the Buford? What the fuck was the name of the place? The Buford Mumford? Mumford and Sons' house? No,
0: uh, Rufus Mitchell Estate. Oh, the Rufus
1: Mitchell. Rufus Mitchell
0: <laughs> rode out that day. Rufus Mitchell. Uh, he wears those tall white socks, doesn't he? Oh, oh, a, oh, oh, he, uh, like he plays the, oh, the guitar in oh, the harmonica. Oh, he he uh, wrote a
1: song about the Bigfoot. Oh.
0: Rufus Mitchell kidnapped all of our children. You
1: don't, you don't Go down that road (laughs) Sorry Tom So they're driving out there Uh, I can't wait They're driving out there and that's where Bam Margera Is causing a real bitch fit about this place Being actually haunted Oh my god yeah he is spooked
0: He believes in ghosts Believes there are probably ghosts where they're headed And uh, you know he's showing a little bit of uh, Hesitance
1: Yeah Yeah, he's being a real baby about it
0: Yeah Yeah, as Bam Margeras Tend to do So, they arrive at the place to find that there is no electricity. It's spooky. It's dusty. It's dark. They explore around for a while with their flashlights. And what do they find but a suspicious stain, which looks a whole lot like blood. No, I thought it was a water stain. It was water, probably. Yeah. Or maybe wine. Maybe a little bit
1: of dirt. I get really clumsy when I drink wine.
0: Yeah, and you tend to fall backwards over your chair where your head hits the floor and makes a big old wine splatter. <laughs> it looks a lot like this. <laughs> it's clear that somebody was murdered in this house. Uh, yeah, they did. They're all just trying to act like it's not, you know, something that happened here. Except for Carl, who seems to be the only sane one, and maybe Andrew. Who knows? Andrew I might. Know. He may. He may be
1: uh, on the same page. Yeah, but he's annoying.
0: You don't like you really don't like Andrew.
1: No, I don't like Andrew because he's like I just want to stuff him in a fucking locker. I think he's cool. Yeah, you would. <laughs> uh, so everybody's trying to sleep on the floor of this place uh, and sleeping bags, and they
0: which is weird because like there's there's all kinds of other furniture in this cabin. Why aren't there beds?
1: That's a great question, Greg. You know, yeah, you know, and, and I think on the floor. But... I think the reason why is for a scene later on, which we'll talk to. Okay, uh, we'll talk about. Uh, so they. Uh, they wake up to, it was Andrew and Carl, Carl they wake up to uh, some, uh, some weird,
0: s- suspicious, creepy sounds outside, right? Yeah, so Screaming they go Screaming and
1: howling. They go out to investigate. They find, they hear giggles.
0: You know, this is why I'm saying that Andrew is a little bit of a badass. Because he's the first man to strap on his shoes, tear off his shirt, and just run outside and be like, what the fuck is that noise? Okay. And it turns out. It's nothing really important. Oh, it was Derek. It's, uh, they, I mean, this is this is sort of like a Blair Witch joke that they're going for, where they run around in the woods at night with the cameras. Out yeah, they hear cackling. I
1: don't. They don't really explain where the cackling came from. Yeah, it was a, it was the radio. It was, was Derek. It? it was all Derek. This is all Derek. Oh, it was just Derek fucking around. Uh, Derek was Derek was fucking around. They bump into him. He drops he drops his uh, boombox, and he's like, "Guys, look, yeah, it was me." This, this is their first was a... main
0: jump scare, by the way.
1: It is. Uh, it was a good one too. Uh, but sure. when uh, when you find out that it was just Derek playing fuck fuck, he's like, I'm just he's like, don't tell anybody else. I'm just really trying to set the tone for filming. I want to get the vibe down. I want to scare everybody. So this is Derek on cocaine. This is coke. This is coked up Derek.
0: <laughs> he's running around in the woods, playing radios, making noise, and luring other people out. To you know what, man? What he's doing. I like Derek. Now Derek's a little bit of a
1: maniac. Derek's uh, Derek's um, a pretty good time. But anyway,
0: when when Derek and Mark smash into each other. Uh, their camera breaks, first of many cameras, I guess, to break. Yep. And he just kind of like pieces it back together, and he's like, yeah, "It'll be fine. You know, we can still film with this thing." Yeah. Uh, he he has a little bit of regret. Mm. I think he's. I think the cocaine abuse is catching up to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, "Now that we're breaking equipment, yeah, you know what? Mm, probably not a great joke."
1: So we get to the next day, where uh, they start filming documentary style, and they explain that. Uh, the movie doesn't have an ending yet. No, uh, no. So there's no ending to the movie. So it's one of those like make it up as you go along things. Uh, and it's turn-
0: it's um, who is it is it Andrew or is it Amy who's writing the movie?
1: I uh, Amy wrote it and during an- right right before it, right? the separation. Andrew's editing. Uh, Derek is also doing a lot too. Um, yes. Derek was supposed to finish it, I think, and just never did.
0: And it which is notable because this film is a very obvious metaphor for the dying marriage of Derek and Amy.
1: And it's it's yeah. And obviously the Spectre of Death, I think at one point uh the Bam margera looking guy, Carl, explains that the uh the Spectre demon, whatever it could be, is uh it's just
0: it's their fucked relationship.
1: It's their fucked relationship being uh I uh, kind of thrown out Astro projected onto everyone around them, meaning but, like the crew of the movie that they're looking right now,
0: there is a very real ghost legend surrounding this cabin. Yes. Right. And this freaks Carl the fuck out. Yeah. he's like, this legend is real. There's real ghosts. I believe in them. And the fact that we're here filming and fucking around means that we're about to get our asses cursed. And you know what? He's not totally wrong.
1: And he also said that I turned down a Ben Affleck movie to be here.
0: <laughs> He's like, that sounds like a big deal, but I'm not really a huge fan of Ben Affleck, so what the fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> he does like, he does hey. admit that uh the reason he turned down that film is because he kinda owes Derek a little bit. He
1: owes Derek.
0: Turns out Derek financed a large portion of his life and career financially. Yep. So um He's like, I, you know, could have done some other things, but when Derek comes a knocking, old Carl don't say no.
1: No, man. He owns my ass. He owns them. For the next ten years at least. Yup. Yeah. So we get shooting the first scene. We get the shooting of the first scene, which kinda goes uh south. It goes bad quick. It goes bad quick. A lot of it has to do with the two main characters of the movie. The only characters of the movie being filmed are Derek and Amy, who, yeah. of course, are going through a divorce.
0: Come to think of it, this yeah, this found footage movie, you know, not unlike the one we did last week, which might have been our best episode, is really two characters uh, just kind of slowly descending into madness and murder. This is Amy cleaning the kitchen uh, and Derek upsetting her. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a in its most briefest form, <laughs> um, they act for a bit. But Amy has some issues with the script. She gets in a fight with Derek. She gets in a fight with Andrew. It gets a little bit too real, uh, and I I actually kind of enjoy this aspect of the film. The Even lines... more
1: real than Holyfield.
0: <laughs> the lines are severely blurred between these two acting in their real lives, and this goes on yeah. scene after scene. You never yeah. really know. Are are they being genuine? Yep. Are they acting? Uh, I mean, because their characters that they're playing are literally them in real life. And, uh, of course, they're drawing upon that. But it gets out of hand. Uh, Derek, I, I forget what line he actually says, but he severely offends Amy. He says something about
1: uh, her I never... cro- crocodile tears.
0: She she says something about, can't you even pretend to love me? And he's like, oh, I did it for four months or whatever. Four years.
1: Years. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then, you know, everybody all, the crew gasps. It's super <gasps> awkward. <gasps> um, they try another take. It's a total fucking disaster. Amy, who claims to be the consummate professional, is not. Nope. She gets pissed. She can't act anymore. She's got to go back to her trailer, which is actually just the living room floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Everyone's just fucking done for the day. It's called.
1: Now, this is where Mark's, uh, uh, Simp Mark does some editing, uh, on his computer. And he sets the, he's actually recording himself doing it because he's like, Hey, this is for my vlog.
0: Yeah. Because he has a YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. Real cool dude. Um, and, uh, he's like, we were shooting our first day of filming. Nobody else was on set. But yet we caught this, and it's almost like a figure looking in from the outside it's of a,
0: a shadow through the kitchen window. Ooh, spooky! Uh, but he sees it. Amy sees it. She walks in. It almost seems like she's flirting with him at first, but then she starts asking him, "You know, do you think Derek is? Uh, I think he's trying to rekindle our marriage." And at that's all?
1: what they do. Yeah,
0: they just go back and forth, yep. back and forth, and
1: because uh... they know that you're a simp. Well, Mark's a total simp. Mark of Mark? It's in his credits. Simp Mark.
0: But she's you know, she's asking Mark who she knows I mean she has to know that Mark is trying to get with her. Oh, come on. But she's asking him for relationship advice between her and Derek.
2: hmm
0: And he's just like, Yeah, I'm here. I'm I'm the I'm the shoulder to cry on, as these simps slash swoopers tend to do. Uh but nothing really comes of it. She um eventually leaves and we're uh in the woods the next day where our whole cast and crew are arguing over how they're going to handle what the specter actually looks like and none of them seem to know (laughs) yeah right there it's it's the eternal struggle when it comes to small budget film and i'm sure you know this from being on set Uh, yeah Uh, what do we do do we do practical effects or do we do cgi
1: well, it was Andrew went in practical effects, and then Derek goes, fuck that, we're going to use CGI, yeah, but it'll look terrible if it's, uh, like, no, I appreciate both of them, it's like, Derek is like, a guy in a Spectre suit it would look like shit.
0: I was going to say, how do you actually do practical effects for a Spectre? <laughs> you, you, okay. This is going to be like a spirit Halloween costume.
1: <laughs> uh, we're not going to review this this month I. Uh, but there are three movies called Hell House LLC. Yes, they are good. They are really good until they show the ghost, which is just a person in white makeup, mm-hmm. and that looks fucking terrible.
0: And that's exactly what they're talking about here.
1: Yeah, it looks like it looks like they're. Uh, uh, it's almost like I love VHS, but the one VHS where it's done all through, uh, like Skype, and. Uh, the, the the girl has, like, stuff in her apartment. It's literally a little kid with white makeup on. Yeah. Like, not that... A, not as scary as it No, scary. that looks so stupid. Well, you know why? Because it's stupid. Because it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hell House was incredible, except for the scenes where they have, like, the actual, like, people ghosts. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Then it sucks.
0: But anyway, Amy and Derek are doing a clear Blair Witch reference as they're running around the woods, complaining about kicking the map into the river. I mean, it's almost like
1: word for word. It It is is word word for word, word, yeah. It's an homage to it.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of that in this because this film obviously is a uh, parody of the found footage. It's a parody of
1: found footage. It's meta. It's it's fun. So they got to repeatedly reference Blair
0: Witch. Yep. It's great. We get it. Uh, Carl philosophizes that the specter is actually the looming failure of Derek and Amy's marriage, Made Manifest. Yep. Which, they already made that obvious earlier with their kitchen scene, uh, but Carl is just kind of putting a lampshade out it here, just letting you know, hey, what's happening on film is also happening in real life. Congratulations. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Derek is saying that he wants 3D footage, and the only way to do that is if they're going to do a found footage, uh, like surveillance camera kind of thing in the kitchen, is to just tape two GoPros together.
1: (laughs) I think that is hilarious. I think it's a
0: great solution to their problem. It
1: it really is.
0: And apparently it works. I mean, I'm no uh, audiovisual professional, but I'm pretty sure you can tape two cameras together and get a 3D effect. That sounds believable to me. So, uh, Andrew doesn't know how to make it work. Uh, Derek says, just do it. And, uh, you know, Andrew reluctantly complies. Carl says his job is to make the sound come off as shitty. He's like, I my whole thing here is to take good audio and make it into bad audio.
1: The whole thing about found footage is, is that it's 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 almost like a lazy genre, right? Uh, found footage is my favorite subgenre in horror, next to nihilistic horror. Um, <laughs> you love that nihilistic. I horror. love nihilistic horror so much, dude. It's so refreshing because it's just. Anyways, I could go on forever about it, uh, but found footage is lazy, where like. You could have fucked up shit, lighting doesn't have to be good, and the sound could be fucky.
0: Well, the whole idea is you make it look amateur, right? Like, yes. The more amateur it is, the more believable it is. Yes. And believability is key. This is Andrew's entire uh, stance throughout this whole thing. Yeah. And he fights with Derek on it tooth and nail. Derek is, uh, as we said, he's a he's a visionary.
1: He sure is. He's he's
0: the sky is the limit for him and Andrew is just trying to keep him grounded saying we want this to be believable that is the crux on which found footage is established. So they have a little bit of a point of contention there. Yeah. Um meanwhile, Amy is clearly getting frustrated with the production.
1: Oh god. She
0: says that jump scares are for idiots. Uh Carl
1: yep.
0: Carl doesn't seem to agree. Carl he seems like a little bit on board with the whole jump scare thing, but they're in the this barn Trying to set up a uh, jump scare scene.
1: A jump scare scene where it was a shovel's going to fall behind them. Almost hitting Amy. Yeah. Uh, Amy.
0: Fly past our lead
1: actress. Amy and Lily kind of get into it a little bit because obviously Derek wants to fuck Lily. Lily is clearly like all about it. Amy is not having any of it. Well, it's literally the
0: only reason she was brought onto this
1: production. Literally the only reason. Much like a lot of local film guys I know. Uh and, uh, yeah, sure as shit, Lily finally stands up to herself, says something to Amy about her not uh, not being fair to her, and, bonk! She got... She catches a shovel to the skull. She got bored! She got shoveled! <laughs>
0: and, uh, I mean, the sound it makes is great. It
1: just fucking conks around the head. Oh, you ever fucking rails somebody in the head with a shovel, Greg? No, but I... Often dream about it. Oh, man, I tell you what, I haven't either because I'm a good Christian boy.
0: That's got to be a real satisfying feeling. Oh, like, right? my God, I would love... Feels, a, You know, you feel that little bit of vibration through the, the handle. Kind of like hitting a dinger. Oh. You ever,
1: you ever play baseball as a kid? And, like, the baseball is just... It, the baseball hits the meat of the you bat. Just fucking
0: nailing it. And it and a, oh,
1: yeah. Grand
0: slam home run, except it's a shovel to a head instead of a oh. baseball
1: remarkable and no I never played baseball as a kid because I was a fat kid oh yeah I so don't you're know
0: the, what... probably the catcher if anything
1: well have you seen our Twitter feed <laughs> uh so uh what we got here Lily gets fucking knocked the fuck out yeah and oversold it too when she got hit with the shovels her legs flew up she And the like,
0: awesome thing is this is this was an actual jump scare Yes! Like they're all sitting around debating, you know, jump scares are good, jump scares are for idiots, blah, 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 blah. And then it just happens. This is what I love about this film. This movie's fun. They revel in cliche, but at the same time, they somehow make it work. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, that was an effective jump scare. I did not see that coming. I mean, maybe I'm the asshole. Yeah. But <laughs> turns out, found footage uh, 3D, you guys know what you're doing.
1: I like, I like this
0: movie. Right? It's a good time. It's fun. It's a, it's a very good time. Um,. But anyway, uh now that Lily's knocked the fuck out, Mark is up late editing the daily footage. Yeah. Once again, this is this is what he does. He stays up, he puts in the work. Mark's a good dude.
1: Oh, but then Amy had to walk in at the worst fucking time.
0: And she's talking about her relationship with Derek again.
1: There we go. Because
0: Mark hasn't heard enough about this.
1: And I think Mark did this on fucking purpose where he had it queued up where Mark was talking uh, Derek was talking shit on Amy. Oh,
0: of course he did. Why else would he be watching this?
1: Yeah, of course. So it was Derek talking shit on Amy before she showed up on set. Um and uh, it goes, oh, speak of the hell devil herself, whatever, when she showed up. Yeah, and uh, Mark's, yeah.
0: Mark's saying, you know, you don't want to watch this. You don't want to see this. But No, but like, it, no, it, no, it, I it, do. not
1: No, no, I want to see this. Yeah, I want it. to.
0: I want to hear what Derek had to say. And it's, it's a recording of Derek and Carl uh, loading up the car before they left on this road trip. Yep. And it's it's Derek just saying, oh, yeah, you know, she's terrible. I I, I wouldn't want her in this film unless we absolutely had to, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was
1: the whole, like, oh, I signed a contract before our separation. And uh, now we're stuck with her. God damn it.
0: Amy regrets watching this footage immediately, which, I mean, come on. What did you think? Hey, man. she She listened to it and was just immediately put off. Mark knew that. He probably shouldn't have played it for her, but it is what it is.
1: And as this is going on, isn't the specter like this inky blob of smoke? Yeah. Somehow comes into frame.
0: And uh, it's almost, I mean, they they touched on it before where the, the specter is, it's thematic, but also part of the film they're shooting. And it really yeah. is, a, you know, anytime there is a like an upset in the relationship between Amy and Derek it kind of pops in shows up. yeah so it's really it's not very subtle of a matter it's metaphor. like a
1: it's like a poltergeist it's just there it's it? there it's a mood demon yeah in a way like oh are you being a moody bitch yeah, right like now cuz of your marriage well, like, oh yeah, you're, here uh, i'm going to feed off of it
0: your your mood demon just turned black Turns out that they were feeling kind of negative here.
1: I don't know why you just turned into Dr. Phil, but you did.
0: Yeah, did you hear that? Did you like, I did. The, like the impression?
1: You might be a mood demon.
0: <laughs> you're going to have to go to Mood Demon Ranch.
1: I don't know. Well, like We sound like Dr. Phil, but at the same time, I'm getting a little Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a mood demon if, <laughs> <you're-> <laughs> if your husband hired a PA just to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You might be a mood demon if you talk shit on video while loading your car.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might be a mood demon if you stayed up all night doing cocaine and making noise in the woods.
1: <laughs> hey, Greg. Hey,
0: it's, I'm talking about Derek. Did you get that? Here's your sign. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, Bill volume you piece of oh, shit. Oh, fuck. That's, that's not the same man. Uh,
1: they're the same man. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Red, Pretty much. Redneck comedy.
0: Yeah. There's something to be said for it. Sure. It's very easy to do, by the way, as I just displayed. You can say just about anything in a redneck accent and uh
1: literally anything. I'm
0: not gonna claim it was funny, but it was a it was an impersonation.
1: Why do they call it taking a shit when you're not taking it anywhere?
0: <laughs> they should call it leaving a shit. <laughs> It's not like I brought a doggy bag. (laughs) (laughs) I got your number, Jeff. I can do what you do. Yeah, we can. So anyway, next day, Amy's upset. Oh, they tried Uh, filming again, right? They tried again because that's what they're here to do. Derek and Amy are quote-unquote acting. And Amy, once again, gets a little too into it. And she slaps him jello style. I have to say, this was refreshing to see the woman give it to the guy for once.
1: Powder my hand.
0: Yeah, she just clubs him. Uh, but then she immediately breaks down. They don't. Yeah, they don't have like, sex. No, no, no. This no use
1: customary. this. Oh, here it is. Everyone, give Amy attention with her crocodile tears. There it is again. Just like our four years of marriage, so she fucking whaps him. Yeah. Oh, she got him good. Gets him. Good. Uh, and they try. Uh, they try filming again. Uh, and it just doesn't really work out that well. Uh, and why, Greg? The argument gets super fucking heated.
0: And Amy screams so loud that the entire fucking kitchen explodes. (laughs) And this is why I say that she is a possible ghost harpy.
1: I think she is a ghost harpy, Greg. Yeah. I don't know if that's Uh, the
0: exact correct scientific term.
1: But, uh, yeah. Ghost harpy. Hey, uh, but guess what? What? Derek thinks that the gag went off because apparently... Everything in the cabinets was set up as a gag to all explode out for a special scene coming up. This
0: was intentional, just ill-timed. Andrew thinks it's a prop malfunction.
1: Yeah, but then Andrew goes over to the actual mechanism that would ignite this prop. And what's the problem? It's not even plugged in. Ooh. Ooh. So because of
0: that, Carl thinks that it's ghosts fucking with them.
1: Why does the TV have static when it's unplugged? You might be a redneck if your TV has a TV on
0: it. (laughs) You might be a redneck if you turn on the TV and it's just static.
1: You might be a redneck if your gun rack has a gun rack on it.
0: You might be a
1: redneck if you punched your wife in the stomach this morning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fuck you, Jeff.
1: Fuck you. You fucking... (laughs) Fuck! So that night... How are you rich? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mad now.
0: That night there's more screaming and wailing outside again. And uh our two guys, Mark and Derek, run out to investigate as they want No, to no, do. no,
1: Mark and Carl. Mark and Andrew. Mark and Carl, Mark, that's what I said. No, cuz Derek is not
0: there. I'm pretty sure I said Mark and Andrew. You said Derek. Did I?
1: Yeah, Mark and Andrew. Mark okay. and Andrew run out to investigate. And what do they see? They see Derek railing Amy from behind, she's laying pipe. But Mark, okay, now this is Mark's brother, and he screams, Wait, "Oh this? my God, he's raping her!" Was this Amy or Lily? It's Amy. There it was Amy. That was Amy. Okay, yeah, yeah so it's
0: a little unclear. It was, it was, uh, no, it was, push. it was,
1: it was Amy. Okay, I uh, because she's calling him a fucking asshole the oh, whole time. Right. Like she's getting plowed from behind. She's like, "You fucking asshole! I hate you." And he's like, this is great because I'm on cocaine. <laughs> keep screaming at me. Keep yeah, telling me. I'm more animal than man. I could <laughs> fuck for hours because of the coke. Ah, <laughs> I fuck like a beast. He is going all fucking out. And uh, she doesn't seem to mind. No, but I just, seriously, Mark, Mark's reaction was, oh my God, he's being her!" Oh, God. Like, okay, sent, Mark, settle down.
0: Yeah, like you're trying to find fault with this. The this two is, of them are having the time of their lives. This
1: is something called makeup sex.
0: Yes. Angry makeup sex.
1: The best kind.
0: Yes. Anyone who's ever done it before knows this is fucking beautiful and not even close to rape. It is
1: so good. Mark, you jerk. Yeah, Mark. You accuser. Uh, so we got uh, we get the next day where they are filming and everything goes smoothly.
0: Yeah. Everyone's a little bit awkward. The morale is uh, so-so. Amy has a black eye now. Yep. Where did that come from?
1: From the angry sex.
0: Yeah, we don't really see where it originated, but she just wakes up with a black eye.
1: I've been on set for a movie where an actress got injured, and uh, they had to kind of, like, pepper it into a scene. Okay. Yeah, it was a Slime City Massacre. The lead actress actually fell into a fucking hole at, uh, uh, the, the Buffalo terminal. Yeah. And, uh, as she was falling, she, like, went to, like, grab the ledge and just sliced her hand open oh, deep. that hurts. So she had to go to the, uh, you know, uh, urgent, uh, I'm sorry, the emergency room. They stitched her up and her hand was, like, all sewn together. So in, like, a scene, it's, like, the, uh, they were, like, wrapping her up. They're, like, what did you do? And she's, like, I don't know.
0: I got... Slime City Massacred
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so I imagine it was during the sex And uh, they just like were like, okay, we gotta run with it now that you got a black eye
0: Yeah, I, I feel like they were fucking He just kind of like bonked her face off of the hood of a car or something you
1: know, With his, his dick, dick. And yeah. makeup sex, man, it gets violent
0: It gets weird, you know, like it's, it's just all out You know, you don't really pay attention to the you know the, the physical aspect of it It's more emotional so you know, come back with a couple injuries. It happens. Yeah. But anyway, Derek suggests that they all go get fucked up at the local bar.
1: I love that suggestion. Right. Always anyway, a good guys, morale's been low. I know things have been t- kind of crazy, but yeah, a little tense. We're all gonna go get drunk on my dime.
0: Which I mean, who's gonna say no to that? Especially not Carl, who leaps at the opportunity. <laughs> He's fucking oh, Bam he's, Margera. He's in the van before anybody else. Like, let's fucking go. I'm an alcoholic. Yay. So, this quickly goes bad because Derek uh, decides he wants to flirt with Lily playing pool, which is an old move and an awesome move. Oh, it is so a go-to
1: move. Now, I'm a I'm a pool player, Greg.
0: Okay. A little a billiards uh hustler.
1: Uh yes, actually I just hustled someone recently. Wasn't me. No. Nope. Did you just hustle me? Yes. You told me I was good. Nah, you were so good did, at it. Did you lie? Yeah, I did. Oh, nah, I knew it. At, you kind of suck a pool. <sighs>
0: so I, I try. All right? No,
1: so as being a pool guy, I know a thing or two about this move, and it's just, hey, this is me wanting to fuck you.
0: Right. Well, you're basically just grinding your, your pelvis against another person while, quote, unquote, instructing them it's a on, very, on how to queue uh, up that whole yeah, ball. Yeah, it's very intimate. Yeah. It's, uh... I mean, I'll just call it a classic. It's an old move. It's a good move.
1: Can't go wrong with a classic.
0: Yep. And I feel like when you pulled it on me last night, I believed you. I fell for it. But
1: uh, never never again. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Actually, right before this, Derek tells everybody that Scott Weinberg from Fearnet.com is going to be on the set tomorrow.
0: Yeah, he was all excited.
1: Yeah. uh, A little something about uh, Scott Weinberg. I don't give a fuck about his opinions, Uh, and he's kind of a snob.
0: Yeah, who actually cares if this guy's going to be here?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, Mr. Fucking Fearnet. Turns
0: out only Derek cares. Yeah. So, uh, while he's grinding himself against Lily, Amy takes notice. She runs across the room and splashes a drink on him.
1: Ah, classic. I mean,
0: what do you really expect, Derek? You're like, you're... (laughs) You just you just bonked Amy, and you now you're grinding on Lily. You just had and awesome
1: makeup sex. What are you doing, bro?
0: Yeah, you're you're fucking up your own game. You're putting shame in your own game, Derek. Yeah. So they all returned to the cabin to find it trashed. It looks like the work of, I must say, a sasquatch and or a bobcat. <laughs> Somebody's been here, and they've been messy and probably noisy while they were at it.
1: And apparently there's a lot of slime, too. Yeah,
0: Carl flips shit and says that he's quitting tomorrow. He's like, this is a fucking haunted house. I am convinced of it, and I'm not going to work here anymore. I'm getting the hell out.
1: Yeah, what did I say here in my notes? Uh, uh, Bam's the big baby and fuck simp-ass Mark.
0: Yeah. And uh, Derek tells Carl, you know what? You can go, but good luck with your fucking Ben Affleck movie because I
1: own all your gear. Yeah, take that, fucking Carl.
0: Carl's like, I I thought you bought that for me. I (laughs) thought (laughs) you bought that. It turns out that he's been Bobcat Goldthwait this whole time, and he's the one who trashed the cabin. (laughs) (laughs) But what's also important is that Carl does not own a car, so he leaves, but he leaves on foot. Not smart. Which is just kind of like, what are you doing, man?
1: Yeah, I do. Why like, don't you just stay? Are you that much of a fucking baby? Like
0: you're going to walk home. Like, come on. It's not going to work out. You're going to get killed in the woods on the way. And I love it. Uh,
1: fuck it. Let him go. Let yeah. him go.
0: Yeah. Derek's like, hey, fuck this guy. We'll figure out how to use his stuff. Yeah. How hard can it be to be a sound guy?
1: So everybody goes to sleep and uh, they wake up to uh, uh Freddy Krueger fucking nightmare dream marks.
0: Yeah. Amy takes a couple of slashes to the arm.
1: Yeah. Four of them,
0: which is weird but they're all uh, everyone's a little bit skeptical especially Derek who accuses her of cutting herself. Oh yeah, She's oh, kind yeah. of fucked if you ask me. Like she's for attention. She's obviously the victim of a of a violent crime and Derek's like eh, she probably did it to herself. You know she's like that. Sometimes she wants attention when she is clearly suffering a wound. I don't think she did it to herself. I mean, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, all right. I, I yeah, I know, I know, but Derek is a monster. And he's sure.
0: becoming more of a monster as time goes on. Uh, but we have Mark in the editing room once again.
1: No, it, what's more important right now is that Amy's gone. She's back at the, she's at the emergency room. Okay. Derek finally has an opportunity to have sex with Lily. And it never happened.
0: I, I think I might have missed that part.
1: So... Amy gets taken to the hospital, right? Yeah. And Derek stays behind. Lily stays behind. And Mark stays behind. Derek has the opportunity right now to move in on Lily.
0: You're saying just because they were alone uh, in a cabin together that he has an opportunity for sexual intercourse. Yeah,
1: sexual intercourse. That is a...
0: All he has to do... It's an odd perspective. All he
1: has to do is gaslight his crazy wife for Mm -hmm. fucking cutting herself. Bad idea. Uh... Uh, Threaten his little brother. Shouldn't do that. And then have sex with this young girl, Lily.
0: That wouldn't be terrible, but if you have to do it through uh, immoral means, uh, kind of frowned on.
1: It is. Yeah. And I don't think that happened.
0: I'm not going to say that Derek is a moral man or someone that we should all emulate or respect, but, uh, you know, kudos to him for not capitalizing on this supposed opportunity.
1: Yeah. Uh, but instead we get to our next scene, which is, uh, Mark is doing editing and Amy walks in Yeah, with a camera. Yep. Mm hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, she's, she's a little bit flirtatious here, (sighs) but there's a reason for it, which I thought was really funny
1: because she wants some more, well, she she, wants more dirt.
0: She, she specifically says, Hey, they put me on a lot of those good painkillers. So she's not so much walking through the door As she is floating through the door being like, hey, Mark Yeah, just like the specter of death You know, I've always thought you're more attractive Than your brother, Derek (laughs) 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 She's just all fucked up And uh, once again, they watch some footage That maybe she doesn't want to see Which turns out, it is a scanning film Of all of them sleeping on the floor.
1: Oh, that's spooky.
0: Once again, on the floor instead of in any of the beds that I'm sure are in this cabin. Or couches.
1: There are couches. Yes, there's plenty of places to sleep that are not the floor, but they're all on the fucking floor. Take turns sleeping on that fucking couch. Yeah. Or sleep on the couch together, whatever. You can do it. Buttholes?
0: Yeah, you know, you go butt to butt. Oh. then it's innocent. Yes. Uh but they're as as this film is panning, they're both wondering who took the footage. It wasn't Mark. He's saying it's not me. Amy's insisting that it wasn't her.
1: And, but Amy is uh Amy feels like she's really being accused here.
0: Well yeah. Because for the first half of it it does seem like it might have been Amy. Because you see everybody else on the film until
1: until shows up. it shows what? She oh. shows up on film. You know what me, fuck Did it. I ruin that? Yeah, uh, you were setting me up. I was slow to it. I'm sorry. Oh, you fucked it up. All right. Uh until we see that Amy is was on Amy! the floor. What? And then and then she got, sliced, she by got an, sliced by an invisible hand. Yeah, big old Freddy Krueger claw. Yeah, which I just recently rewatched. Yeah, it turns out it was the Specter. Wait, it was Freddy Krueger or the Specter? She
0: got Spectered. Phil Specter, which means she got shot in the head.
1: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God damn it.
0: So this convinces both of them that there is, in fact, a demonic specter uh, following them. But Mark doesn't totally believe it. Amy sees it. It shows up. It attacks her and knocks the, the camera out of her hands.
1: Oh, he does it. But
0: as we'll find out later, only certain people can see it.
1: So there is a reason for that. Mark
0: is a non-believer at this point, Mm -hmm. so he thinks Amy's just flipping out, spasming, throwing things around the room. I can only imagine what he's thinking while
1: he's sitting there. Just
0: what is going on with you, Amy? Hey, hey, hey!
1: What is going on here? (laughs) What is this nonsense? Yeah, why are you throwing
0: things around the room?
1: My brother's right about you.
0: (laughs) Maybe you are kind of crazy. I don't know.
1: (laughs) do. Are you on your period? (laughs) So we <laughs> that, that might be a little
0: little sexist there.
1: Uh it wasn't me, it was Mo- simp mark said Oh, it. okay, Mark said. Yeah, Mark kind of rude, Mark. All uh, right. So now well, we fucking finally get to uh uh Simp well, Mark is telling Derek. He's confronting him in the kitchen.
0: Yep. And uh Mark basically says he's gonna leave and I'm taking Amy with me. And Derek says, You know what? She's crazy. You can take her with you. But I don't recommend it.
1: But I also love that Derek gets his brother in a fucking headlock and proves that he is the older brother. The oh, same yeah. way I have proved multiple times to my younger brothers that I am always the dominant brother. He's giving him a noogie. Give yeah. A little,
0: little wet willy. Maybe a Melvin.
1: Have you ever gotten into a fight with your brother? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've gotten into fights with both my brothers a lot. And I've proved time after time. I'm big brother.
0: Well, you're the older brother. See, I'm I'm the younger brother, so I was the one that uh generally got pinned to the ground and had the uh like the loogie uh dripped precariously over oh, my face. Oh disgusting and then, then sucked back into the mouth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and it it would be closer and closer to your face and then suck. So in. at
1: at right now, at the ages you guys are at, yeah. Could you take him? My older brother? Yeah totally honest yeah
0: probably not fuck yeah all right i don't think so
1: you could tag me in <laughs> we're, uh
0: we're gonna, we're gonna have to double team one of these days <laughs> i love that movie we'll go jump him <laughs> we're, we're gonna need the element of surprise i
1: mean uh, fuck.
0: something a lot of people don't know actually my my older brother is a ninja uh, we're not gonna get the jump on him yeah, that's actually a very good point
1: remember that time we camped with your friend that was a ninja we couldn't get the jump on him either well, until he farted and gave his position away <laughs> like a total dumbass. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Derek has Mark in this headlock and is just like straight up like, yeah, you're going to be a big man now. Take on your big brother. Yeah. And just straight up tells him, Amy's crazy. Uh take her if you want. I don't fucking care.
0: And enjoy this fucking swirly while you're at it. Just yeah. stuffs him into the toilet. He Gave him, him a wedgie. He gave
1: him a wedgie. Gave him a wet willy. Slapped him on the ass, gave him a pink belly, Stucked gave him, him in a fucking locker, gave him an Indian brush burn. <laughs>
0: every single, every single item on that repertoire, fucking administered yeah. to young Mark. I think
1: he just spit a Lukey in his mouth too. Yeah, just to, yeah. just to demean him. No, oh, yeah,
0: and he gave him a little kiss afterwards, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like Tom Brady does to his son.
0: Yep. And if you want to see footage of that, check out our Twitter feed. <laughs> the whole thing is on there. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to make shirts.
0: Might have been the sixth or even seventh post.
1: Uh, I might have been the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. That looked like a, I think that one was the, the daddy, good stuff. Daddy cub thing. For
0: those of you who are into the bully porn,
1: you yeah, know, we, we had some of that too. I love that game. Bully. Yeah. Right. Rockstar.
0: Uh, what are Rockstar's best?
1: One of them. All right. So uh, after this, Mark confronts Amy where Amy says, I'm staying. I'm going to finish this movie. And Mark is just like, well, I'm going to stay too because I'm simp Mark.
0: Yeah. Uh, she she basically tells him, I'm not leaving with you. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, you know, you're a simp, but you're not enough of a simp to actually get me to come with you if you're leaving.
1: Bingo. And this sad. goes for all the swoopers and simps out there. Yeah, you suck. Yeah.
0: And they know you suck.
1: Keep they that in do. Mind. They all know. Oh, they do. They're not going to sleep with you. <laughs> yep. And we
0: uh, are very aware that we sound like a bunch of psychopaths right now. <laughs> Trust
1: me. Uh, mainly because of what I'm going through in my life.
0: Yep. So uh <laughs> Mark basically Mark gets mad that Derek keeps calling Amy a horror and a psycho. Um but the next day our interviewer arrives, who is the aforementioned Scott Weinberg from Fearnet. The Just, illustrious Did Fear you say our, our
1: hero? I think you said I, our, did hero. I say our hero. I think he said our hero. I hate this guy. Our hero, Scott Weinberg? I actually I, I don't like Scott Weinberg. Why not? Because he's fucking—he smells his own farts. No,
0: he's cool though.
1: Okay, he's a, he's uh, intelligent
0: and good looking. Was
1: it the mustache goatee combo?
0: No, I think it's the the um, the intelligent interviewing, mm-hmm. the insightful questions that he asks. Okay. Um, the assumedly pleasant musk that he exudes. Okay. I can see in your eyes that you don't agree. No. Not a, not a Weinberg fan, huh?
1: Not a Weinberg fan. Does this have anything to do with your, uh... Don't. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Don't. You know I love the Jews. I
0: almost, I almost went there. Yeah. I let you say it, I guess. Yeah. Love them. Rampant. Anti. Stop. Okay. Stop. Keep going, buddy. (laughs) So, now that we've established that Scott Scott Weinberg from FearNet is our favorite person in the world, um he shows up and he is confused by the shoddy nature of their production
1: oh he's so judgy
0: he watches some of their footage and he's just like what the fuck let's just uh let's just get right to the interviews Mm -hmm. okay and you know what now that you mention it he is a little bit kind of full of himself a little bit pompous
1: yeah that's how he is in real life
0: why the fuck is he in this movie
1: yep what do you think they paid him oh god corn chips (laughs) is that what they eat probably the Fearnet guys? Fearnet's not even around yeah, anymore. The, yeah, the
0: Fearnet guys. That's what I meant.
1: It's not even around anymore. The only thing that fucking matters is bloody disgusting, and a couple of those guys fucking suck, too.
0: I was just going to say, nobody cares about Fearnet anymore. No. Especially not me, who never really knew about it in the first place. Oh, well. So, he tells Amy that it's obvious that Derek and her are crazy in love, uh, so acting must be really tough for them. hmm Which, I mean, now that I think about it, that's kind of a dickhead thing to say. A little bit. You know, was I ever talking about Scott Weinberg this whole time?
1: Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Is,
0: is he kind of a douche?
1: He is a douche. Because
0: he's kind of a douchey thing to do and say while on film.
1: I don't care for him.
0: Yeah, I got that impression. Okay. So, now we are shooting the climax of our found footage movie.
1: Third act, finally. The big one. This is where everything comes together. And
0: we're in the kitchen again.
1: That's where the most because, shit happens.
0: Because this entire film is apparently shot in this kitchen.
1: Yeah. No, when, uh, yeah.
0: When we're not in the kitchen, we're running around in the woods. But Barely. We're back in the kitchen. We have Amy and Derek. They are lovingly apologizing to each other, which I think is actually kind of working. He's using the script to deal with his real life issues, obviously.
1: Obviously he is, and he's uh it's the point of view of the security camera that he's putting in up on the cupboard. Uh and she comes in and does this whole sorry thing, and he does the whole I'm sorry too, and it's not even like part of, you know it's the script, but it's not even like really part of the script. It's almost like real life shit going on. We've
0: blurred the lines.
1: And everybody that's watching this Uh, In the other room They're just blown away by this acting But you know the two aren't fucking acting They're actually telling each other that they're fucking sorry Right it seems Uh, like a touching scene Until And that's where she's just like come to bed and then he's like, yeah, sure, I'm just going to finish this one thing. And as Greg just said, until until Amy takes a fucking hammer and boom! Smashes him, him in the fucking skull. Oh, and you got the, bored. And then the door slams shut. And everything explodes. Oh, oh, fuck. oh, my God. The rest of this movie is just insane. Yes. There's blood everywhere. The door slams. The door slams. Blood the- rushes from
0: underneath. It's Scott Weinberg from FearNet, my favorite guy in the world gets fucked up by a flying door he gets
1: fucking bored oh scott oh and then after that andrew the best fucking actor in the movie skinny fat pear-shaped piece of shit he gets fucking bored he gets weinberg he got weinberg right through his fucking chest and exploded with an inky blob shooting out of it Uh, Uh, ah spectered through the heart Oh, Inspector Gadget just goes ravaging through everybody. Uh, The door swings open. Derek is nothing else than a fucking pool of shit, blood, and
0: piss. (laughs) Mark and Lily flee to the woods with a camera because they don't want to get
1: bored. They don't want to get bored. But then one of the most cliche fucking things that happens in found footage movies, Greg, what is it? What happens to Lily? Well, they solve the third act problem of why are you filming? Yes, why are you filming? Because that's the only way we can see the boar! That's the only way we can see the silk specter! That's what I meant. You're the boar! Yes, so that's why we are still filming
0: the fucking movie! Mark turns on the light, he turns on the camera, just in time to see Lily get sucked into a specter void and she's never seen again. And she gets bored! Bored! But he says, "Yes, I think it's filming us, or I think it's making us film it. It's yes. alive, or something. It's a specter. Yes. I, I can't see it unless I have this fucking camera. It's a on it. specter of death, Greg." And it just makes me kind of wonder. What is the specter? A of found is it a metaphor for the found footage genre? Itself?
1: I think it might be. Is that what
0: they're really getting at? Right? I think so, Greg. Are they trying to say that the burden? Yes. The, The odious weight of trying to craft a competent but original found footage film. Something that the movie going public has not seen before. Yeah. Or never will again. Okay. This incredible task that is weighing upon their backs. Yeah. Almost impossible. Is this the true spot? This is the boar! It's the boar! It's the boar! It fucked up Scott Weinberg from Fearnet.com! No! Oh, he's so dead. Oh, and
1: sexy Lily is gone forever into the abyss of nothingness, which is known as the found footage genre.
0: That's really the true tragedy of this entire plot is that Lily was destroyed by And family. we never
1: got to see her naked, right? Uh, Such a tease, <sighs> you Lily.
0: So who's left? Well, we've just got Mark. And
1: Amy. And Amy. They're separated. And this is where the screen cuts in two. Which is great, to be honest. This is kind of a cool segment. It was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mark is stumbling around in the dark. Uh, actually, before um, before Lily gets sucked into the specter void, they do find Carl's dead body. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Fuck him. He
0: did not get married. No,
1: Bam Margera got bored.
0: <laughs> he walked, I want to say, not even 100 yards down the road It just got killed by something.
1: Oh, man, I'm drunk.
0: Most likely the specter. Yeah,
1: probably. You know what? Probably a bunch of pissed off raccoons.
0: Yeah, you know what? There's a lot of things out in the woods that can probably destroy you that aren't specters. Yeah. A, A bear. Oh, yeah. Namely.
1: yeah. You think it was a fucking bear? A moose? I bet it was a bear. The two guys that were on the doorstep. The Harbingers?
0: It was probably two guys in a moose costume. <laughs> <laughs>
1: by accident. <laughs> they
0: fucking charged him. You're, you don't have to worry so much about the guy in the front, but that one in the back can be a little aggressive. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. Have you seen him Centipede?
0: <gasps> yeah. I feel like he got, he got got by a couple of moosemen. He got got. Uh, so anyway, yes. Mark runs to the van. He runs to it. He's very lucky that he actually still has the keys because the first thing I thought when he got in there was like, there's no way you got those keys, Mark.
1: Well, guess what? He's got them keys. But he's got them. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, and that's where, oh God.
0: his conscience kicks in when he hears Amy begging for help on the microphone audio.
1: And Mark realizes that his name isn't Mark. It's Simp Mark.
0: Yeah, and he's like, you know what? I cannot leave without my brother's wife.
1: my l- The love of my life.
0: <laughs> the love of my brother's life. Yeah, right. So yeah. it turns out that Amy is no longer in the cabin. She's outside somewhere lost in the woods. She can hear Mark honking the car horn. Uh, but he cannot actually talk to her.
1: That's that Rolling Stones song. Can't you hear me honking? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Can't you hear me honking on your window? <laughs> <laughs> so they communicate through uh through the camera mics for a little bit. Uh, it turns out Mark actually needs Derek's mic, which is just unfortunate. Yeah. He has to go back into the kitchen, which this might be my favorite part of uh, <laughs> my favorite part <laughs> my favorite part of it of this movie. Uh, He walks into the kitchen, which is basically the scene of an explosion. Dude, it is such an explosion. It looks like Derek just erupted from the inside and splattered himself on every surface of this kitchen. He has to go in there, and he has to very tenderly and gingerly pick (laughs) this microphone off of the mush that used to be his brother.
1: Yeah, because he got bored by a hammer probably
0: yeah he he got bored by the hammer and then you don't really know how he exploded but i'm assuming it was it was just amy's shrieking siren call
1: yeah probably
0: just fucking blew
1: him up is this where old uh steven uh fucking walks in
0: he he kind of just falls through the door
1: frame. yeah all right because his ego is big
0: enough that he just needed one more Little bitty presence in this film.
1: I hate that guy so much. He's the reason why Fairnet fucking fell apart. Can you
0: elaborate on that? I'm actually kind of curious why you hate this guy.
1: Uh, he's a, a pompous fucking asshole. I think he's great. I actually, I I enjoy his personality. I think a, his acting is. Dude, good. this guy's a fucking cunt. No, he doesn't like fun. Uh, he shit on a lot of lot of good <laughs> shit. He doesn't like
0: fun. I don't like his smile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> his farts stink. I don't like the way he chews food. I've never seen him do a wheelie. I've never seen him do a push-up. Oh. So I said it. So he's a, a little bit of a
0: pussy is what you're saying.
1: Well, man, pussies are strong and powerful. Okay. He's more of a uh, prolapsed butthole. Whoa. Yeah. I'm spitting words. Well, that's what he is. Oh, I like to see this guy try to fight. Hey, uh, anybody. Uh,
0: Jerry Weinstein or whatever the fuck your name is. If you're <laughs> out there, I think uh, I think Mike is calling you out. What you got, bud?
1: Yep, Steve Weinberg. Oh, that's the one. Wait, no, Scott. Scott Weinberg. You want to fucking throw hands, you know where to find me. Of course you do At s- Slasher's. You want, a,
0: you want a free Slasher's t-shirt If you can pin Micah to the ground We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a free shirt uh, So anyway Mark needs Derek's mic He grabs it off of his, his mushed up Putty like corpse Yep. And uh, yeah this is where the As we mentioned the view turns to a split screen Between Amy on the left and Mark on the right uh,
1: Just like playing Halo back in the day With your friends
0: Yeah you get two different perspectives Long story short Amy gets spectered in the back Mark drags her to the van, leaves the cam on the hood, kind of a cool view. Really uh, cool view. Drives for a little way, Amy starts spazzing out, seizures in the passenger seat, Mark hits a fallen tree with the car, holy fuck, everything flips out for a second, car crash, everyone fucking dies. They get spectered. We get the stupid ending that you all expected. Uh, I like the ending. Yeah, it's fine. It's, a, it's the cliche that they were building up to yeah you know the one rule of found footage it works out and i love that she keeps saying that and mark just doesn't seem to understand it oh because he's a simp he doesn't get it she's like it's the one rule man one rule mark's like can we cuddle
1: and can i just touch your boobs
0: a little no 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 one rule of found footage is you don't talk about found footage
1: which tells me that people have been breaking the first two rules all, of found footage. We've all
0: been breaking the first rule of found footage. You don't talk about it.
1: And what's the second rule of found footage, Greg?
0: Second rule of found footage is we all take our pants off in the van. And Mark's like, oh, wait, wait, well what?
1: And he's like, no, 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 I'm, that, not, you, I'm not ready really? for this. this. Can we do is, that? This isn't how I pictured this. How did you picture it, Mark? Well, I thought maybe it would be like candles. That would
0: be together on a gondola. On a, on a transatlantic, gauntlet. yeah,
1: like someplace like more romantic than this van, Amy. full of
0: spaghetti and meatballs.
1: Yeah, isn't that how simps picture it? Maybe a little bit of red wine. Oh, we're just was we're floating
0: out there in the sea.
1: You know, the red pair is great with the white. Is that so? Found footage, three D. Everybody, this is the end.
0: Turns out, everyone dies. Everybody dies because
1: it it's found footage. Yep. That's the the actual one The footage was fucking found. And if any of you fucks think Friday the 13th could happen with a found footage movie, you are so fucking wrong. Okay,
0: I believe that. I agree.
1: Yeah. How would you rate this one, buddy? Uh, I'm going to give this four out of five stars. The reason why you lose a star, uh, Scaries. The reason why you lose is scary is because there is no fucking nudity in this movie. There was a notable lack of nudity. The gore is good. Lily does fall from a, a tree and go splat. Yep. Uh, the gore in the kitchen from Derek is phenomenal. I love that splatter. Uh, Scott, Scott Weinberg, that piece of shit, the gore on him looked pretty good. All right. Okay. He's not uh, that bad. The gore from Andrew's chest looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the story uh the the plot's good i like the meta of it i like how it makes fun of found footage but sure. also perfects found footage at the same time See, that
0: was the big thing about this is they they took that meta they commented on it heavily yeah but they also did it better than most others
1: oh absolutely so you
0: gotta respect that they
1: and just, i like for, that for
0: that reason alone straight up five out of five
1: right? it's well yeah we knew that I like that it explains everything too, like uh like how found footage should be, and they literally did everything by the book, mm-hmm. making the movie uh two thousand sixteen the movie is a tad dated with uh the technology technology wise uh
0: at a low budget
1: but i yeah but i i I love this movie, I really appreciate it. It's a Shutter exclusive, so you got to go on Shutter to watch it, or I'm sure there's other means. Mm-hmm. There's other means. Uh, but yeah, that concludes Found Footage 3D. Man, uh, any closing thoughts on the movie?
0: Well, like I said, uh, you know, perfects the genre while also lampooning it. Five out of fucking five.
1: It's good shit, man. And let me just say, yeah, love each other. And uh, uh, care for one another. That's right, man. And uh before we get to the closer. Join us next week where we're going to continue our uh our finders keepers harder, deeper. Deeper. Mm. Uh and uh I think the next couple movies may surprise you. But they're definitely going to surprise me. Mhm. Oh yeah, they're definitely going to surprise you, Greg. Uh but uh I guess on that note, man, Why don't we just fucking keep it spooky? Spooky. This is our worst episode.